Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. Welcome to episode 15 of Dying for Life. My name is Neve, and what an amazing listen you have ahead of you. I chat to Stephen Tierney and Martin Long of STPT. They talk about how their semi-private coaching business started, when Stephen and Martin partnered up to make the business better, and how they almost lost it all during the pandemic. We also chat about the importance of having the right clients, building a great team, being a great leader, and we even get deep into mental health with our history of eating disorders and therapy. We talked for two hours, but it felt like two minutes. So settle in, because you're in for a good one. Welcome to Dying for Life. Start living. Welcome, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm actually a bit scared because I've never had two people on the podcast before and I've never had two big personalities on the podcast uh, before. Right, so we'll get right to it. So who wants to go first introducing themselves? You're a founder. <laughs> uh, I'm Stephen Tierney. Um, I am in the fitness industry. I think it's 10 years. I think Martin said it's longer. Is it longer? SDPT is for... <laughs> Sorry, good start. Um, so yeah, I'm in, I think I'm in the fitness industry nine or ten years. Uh, SDPT is actually eight years. Um, I I used to Jesus. I was doing like retail. I think I said this before in a podcast. But I was doing retail in a lifestyle sports on like a four hour contract, and then I was in the Sunglass Hut doing hours the earlys in the airport. That kind of shit. Like just hated it. Um, was never that good in school. Um, was it was all right? Like like helping people but i just wasn't 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 a book uh book kind of guy book nerd exams weren't great but i always wanted to help people and then i went to do um i was an sna for two years in um cool. in scalise and malahide and then after sna i went to do the fitness industry or the, the personal training fitness instruction course Big change massive change but mm. do you know what i mean it was kind of still helping students yeah to helping clients to get me that what i think it was all right yeah that. when like, you put it like that actually it's yeah. still the same so sort i of. did enjoy that but then i just i just started getting into the getting into fitness and then went to do a course and worked in the gym in Malahide in pro fitness Malahide for I think two years and then went out my own to SDPT where we are now so yeah I think I'm going eight years and then with, with SDPT and then Martin is only here three years with me so I was working with my old business partner he had a couple of other gyms I only had STPT so it was kind of like he had other many other ventures I just had one so it was kind of doing some stuff a lot a lot of the hours on my own you could say and then martin was actually renting off me and then mm. jesus lo and behold martin's business starts outgrowing my business and he was just literally renting a room no way. so i was like what the fuck is he doing like, <laughs> he's doing something right so i started like, getting help off him and then one day my ex uh, <coughs> business partner uh said I'm, i might up and leave do you want to buy me out and i said no i don't want to buy you out not really and mm. um, I, I go to martin he wants to buy me out. Martin's like, I'll buy him out. And I was like, oh, that could work. And uh, I think I had only like 45 clients and Martin had like 80, something like that, was it? Se- uh, 77. 77, yeah. So oh, yeah. Martin bought out Keith at the time and then we're here today. But geez, there's a few stories in between um, how we got here, COVID, stuff like that. But that's how I get into it. Yeah, uh, cool. Into the industry. 
Brill. So we talk to Martin then and tell us maybe a little bit for people who don't know you, a little bit bit of background on you and how you got into what you're doing now. Uh simple, like most PTs, I was overweight. <laughs> it's always it is always, always the case. Overweight, unhappy, kinda of so on. It's actually a chef prior to being a PT. Yeah, I love actually obviously because I know Jane and her family and yeah, stuff, so yeah. obviously I know a little bit of you. <laughs> um, the big thing uh, was... So I love that that story that you were a chef before and stuff like that. Yeah, the big thing was that like nutrition is a huge part of being a PT as well. And like mm. even just the background of knowing what food is, because no one really, like everyone, like especially PTs, they're kind of, in the nice way possible, they're very dumb to it all. Um, they're just kind of learning protein, macros, carbs and things like that. Yeah. Whereas I've actually the background of saying, I've got the experience of actually cooking for thousands of people at any given time. I know how pe- people can actually make food rather than just thinking about protein, calories, all that kind of crack. Um, so it gave me a big background of actually how it could help people better rather yeah. than just being qualified as a PT and showing people how to squat and all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, actually, what was it? It was 20, 2015 I got qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think, well, let's write a backstory, really. Right, let's go for it. Backstory. Backstory. Um, 2015, I first got my first job, uh, kind of renting in Lua Rentas, the way the usual uh, gyms work. Uh, <laughs> I got three complaints that my classes were terrible uh, because oh, I just... No. <laughs> the whole thing... <laughs> True hurts. <laughs> the truth does hurt, right? Um, still bad. There, there was loads going on. So I think I was, I was still working as a chef. I was uh, I was doing classes. I was renting. I, was, I think I had three jobs at one point at the same time. Uh, working like whatever amount of hours a week and then whatever happened I got three complaints that my class were terrible to be honest looking back they were crap and the thing was looking now I had no training I literally just didn't really know what I was doing I was like like most PTs they're just winging at the start hmm. um, well most most people who are in business are just winging yeah, at the start like, basically um, everybody is but the, the hardest thing with fake that was make it <laughs> exactly <laughs> but you don't get like in the, in the fitness industry like it's so cookie cutter to get qualified you can get qualified online without actually yeah, ever yeah I've heard that yeah. as well and that was the thing like I'd done the same thing I'd just done a 16 week course got qualified in something I genuinely didn't really know much about mm. and then it, like that was 2015 uh, got fired <laughs> uh, I'd been chatting to Stephen before about rent and STPT and that, and that kind of thing I had a handful of clients I think I had like four Um. Ended up going down to Stephen, renting off him for, I think, the guts of... Tell a story about when you didn't show up for your viewing because of a certain person. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I'd approached Stephen, I think, this is the June, right? Yeah, so I yeah, yeah. approached Stephen in the June of, uh, of tw- I think it was 2015. Um, and I was like, yeah, it looks great. And whatever happened, I was supposed to meet him at 11 and <laughs> I think Jane got stuck in college and she doesn't drive like this still to this day it's 2022 and she still doesn't drive yeah. uh, <laughs> she's gonna be rage with you the only thing was right I had a I was the only one driving obviously in, in, in the relationship so I was like right grand I'll, uh, I'll go in and collect you and I was like text Stephen yeah sorry me cli- I don't know what it was I think I'm cl- running late with running a client <laughs> and he told me years ago it was because of Jane couldn't get a lift I was like nothing's fucking changed <laughs> oh man and I was like yeah yeah yes. it looks, looks great and I, when I say I just couldn't afford that and I was like I just can't afford it at the minute <laughs> I couldn't I had like two clients I think I was on the doll at some point as well mm. um, and whatever happened I ended up getting on Stephen I rented for I think from like the September to December and I was like I can't afford this like I just what did I, I ended up cleaning the toilet I swear to God yeah, I ended up cleaning cleaning it for yeah. the, he needed to like just work to, to make money and I said right well we don't need staff because I had, I had a good bit of staff so he did other jobs in the gym to get by and did them fucking fair play to you yeah. right? he'd do that. anything though like he was just I don't care what I have to do. I need to have a place to train my clients and I'll do whatever it takes to, That's to rent. That's amazing though. That's and it takes, do, yeah. <coughs> it takes a lot of putting your ego aside to yeah, do that as 100%. well. Um, because pretty, pretty when you think about that. it, like <laughs> not cleaner. a lot of people would be like, oh yeah, I'll clean the toilet. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. 
But I think there's a lot, especially uh, especially with the fitness industry as well, as like a lot of people do get qualified, a lot of people have this ego because they maybe have 10,000 followers yeah. on Instagram or something like that. And they have this huge ego and it's like, oh, well, look, I have to make it here because I'm popular. I'm, I'm this and that. And it's like, who cares? Like yeah. none of that actually matters. What actually matters is that you have a bit of work ethic behind you. And it's like, no matter what the job is, if it's doing a diet, like let's say a diet plan for a client, if it's if whatever it may be, you have to just put the work into it. And if no matter what the gym, like if it's cleaning to this day, the toilet, we hoover, we sweep. It doesn't like there's no tears. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. a flat structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's what it's just all about. It. It's, your, just, it's your business. You have to look exactly. after. Exactly. You know what I mean? A really, yeah. really good example is two years ago, like literally two years ago, probably to today, we were allowed to open again with COVID and all that stuff. We were outside under a marquee with fake grass on the ground. I don't even think we had the fake grass at that point. We couldn't afford it. Yeah. Um, trying to train our clients with a smile on their face under a, a, a stupid marquee that literally, rain. literally, like remember those puddles and all yeah. on the ground? You yeah. were just looking at me going, what are we doing here? Like, But tell Neve how you, how you got into uh, actual with me. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is simple enough I was like I just couldn't I couldn't afford the rent and I was like can I do hours I think it was the January within the January Tierney just kept giving me let's say classes clients whatever was there even though it was shit classes yep. <laughs> you know what it was though as well I actually I, I shadowed him for the, the few months prior yeah. I'd done a few, good few of his classes and I was like oh I see what I have to do here now I have to I, have to, I see I have to have an atmosphere not just make <laughs> not just make things up down, just be the hype man as well yeah but I say to him right so each staff member has to get a picture of the class or a video and send me a oh put on social media mm. just for your advertisement I, yeah. te- I text him get a picture in the morning of the classes <laughs> he sends in these pictures like they're taking off a potato blurred he's doing this on the slide because they don't oh, they don't man. care if you do this he's like this yeah what, what, picture, what do you want you to get in bro <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't take, you couldn't make out anything. I go, you fucking having a laugh. Oh man! But that's so how, then you were like, here's a great business partner. Yeah, <laughs> who would have fucking thought it? But that's how you. Um, that's the kind of character he was. Just nervous a bit, not in himself. And then obviously, as he uh, got more clients, got more. You sound like a dad, Stephen. Yeah, proud dad. <laughs> Cheers, dad. But he, he just, he just blew up then, didn't he? When it came to like, so it was four clients, and then went to seventy five over a space of time. Like it was seventy. So basically, what yeah. happened was I was doing the rent hours, all that kind of stuff, and then I was like here I need space because then the other lads were there and I was getting in their way we were having yeah. arguments on, literally on the floor and I was like this isn't working and then there was a little floor which is actually our office now mm. uh, so we split the room into two offices that was um, that was my old studio so like I don't know how I managed to do it but I think I had like 70 or 80 clients in there yeah. and it was full time tables he got a he got my girlfriend now Ashling he, yeah. was his is, was his staff member and I was running this circus with eight staff members and everything all over the shop while he was upstairs running a fucking immaculate business and I was like How is that's mad that? two mm. separate businesses like oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and tell me when it came together then uh, it was actually you know what it was it was uh, ran- randomly um, Stephen just got on to me one day and he was like do you want to buy keto and I was like what I was like let me have a little think about it and I was like gonna, said, gonna. How, you asked how much it, it, well, it literally was as hell much. It was a couple of grand. You were, you were like, oh, it's probably just going to be a couple of grand. And then he gave me the real figure, and I was like, go to the bank. <laughs> right, let's see yeah. what happens here. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it, it was really quick. It was like I think that happened in like the April, and then by May we we had merged together. Yeah, you got you got the loan in about I think an hour. Yeah, like went two, on to the AIB app, applied yeah. for a loan of five digits. Let's say got big it. enough. Like got it. Did did it with Keith, and it was done. And yeah. I was like, well, that was quick. Now, the story after that is the mad thing. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's when it all just started, like, it, it started getting a bit mad, a bit hairy. Like, so I basically walked in, fresh business head of me. I was like, mm. 
Yeah, I'm going to bulldoze this place right now. Literally within the first, I think, so COVID happened like a year after me and Stephen been in business and that. So let's say the first year, I just walked in, I was like, turning on to pissing people off. And I'm sorry that they're friends, if they are friends, it's just, it is what it is. We have to make money, we have to do this, we have to do that. Um, there's loads of little things we have to hire How staff. did you feel about that, Stephen? Oh, freaked. Like, long story short. Because, like, obviously you were happy to have someone on board, but were you, yeah, you were obviously freaked out about someone coming in and just yes completely changing your business at the time yeah exactly exactly that i was very pally with with all the staff members Mm. like pally pally like i'm talking nights out trips away to england raves all that crack back then we used to do very pally and it was a case of i was just saying yes to everything and it like i said it wasn't a business it was like a circus yeah and then martin came in and said we're getting rid of x y and z we're cutting down their hours we're changing the timetable all these guys that are renting can't rent anymore we need to build our business our semi-private business on the floor where they're currently renting so it's going to be a few awkward conversations yeah. but then I was like we're, we're getting old we're getting older we want to start making money we want to get a house all this kind of crack I said right well, we heard some feelings fuck it and I actually believe these conversations make you as cringe as it sounds like you grow as a person yeah. these awkward conversations 100%. and no more people pleasing Yeah. so Martin came in and had meetings with X, Y and Z and obviously people weren't happy and they left but it Martin coming in hands down was the best thing that's happened to, to the to the business 100%. Mm, I think that's so important to point out as well because it's so important for you to do you in business or not like you know and to have like those sort of boundaries in place where like if you're saying no to something and someone's feelings are getting hurt like I'm sorry but yeah yeah but back then it was just I was very very different I just saw people and I was very busy and the guys that were rented wouldn't have been as busy so I was like mm. geez where are they gonna go how are they gonna make money? But then I wasn't like thinking, how the fuck am I gonna make money? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I'm telling you, if, if he didn't come in, I don't know what I'd be doing. I probably would have packed it in when COVID came because I, I didn't have the fucking head capacity for that shit. I can totally own. understand and relate to that as well because me as a business owner, like there's sometimes when I'm like a shit business owner because I'm too nice. And Maddie says to me all the time, yeah, I'm way too nice. Like gets you absolutely nowhere. Or I'll be like, God, I feel bad charging that price to them, you know? They're only a business that are starting out. I feel bad. It's a lot of money. And it's like, yeah, but you've put in the time and effort yeah. and put the service in. How much hours so have you put in to content, to yeah. courses, yes. to work? Literally. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, Roy, I'm charging what I want here. Like, you're worth. Yeah. 100%. You're worth, it's, like, it's just a, it's a mental block. Yeah. yeah. We the same with the mentorship clients. We'd say to them to be charging, say, 80 fucking 80 quid a month for something. And Martin would say, you're charging 250 and they nearly have a panic attack. Mm. Yeah. But I said, that's just starting there. That's just starting from the lack of belief in yourself. Yeah all it is i think i think as well because when someone uh when someone actually comes into let's say i don't know, even just some form of established business they actually look at it going how do you do all that mm. and i'd always look at any business going how did you get to that level what did you actually do like i think that's what would that was the key thing with stpt as well because i knew like i piggybacked the life out of how busy and now like how amazing all the transformations were and all that at the very start and again i learned from all that stuff but then the thing is like I looked at it going, but how do you always make this? How do you make it better? There's always another level to it. And I think that's the one thing that people lack, especially in like their junior years as a PT. They're they're really just, they're just trying to hustle and make money and be on the gym floor and just work basically till they're exhausted. We yeah, all like did a badge that. of honor for working It's hard. like, oh, you mm. work 70 hours a week, you fair play, thumbs up. I was like, yeah. what's that going to do? I think that's almost a societal thing now though, yeah. isn't it? Like mm-hmm. to Team be no busy sleep kind of crack. and yeah, yeah exactly. Busy fool. I read, yeah, I read something about that this morning actually where it was like, you know, it's okay to actually just take a break and 100%. To, you know, even if someone's like, oh, do you want to come do this this weekend? And you're like, oh no, I'm actually 
taking a handy this weekend. I'm, you know, I'm not doing anything. I have no plans. And that's okay. As in, like, yeah. you're not going. You're not chill. going. Yeah, yeah, I want to chill, right. you know. Yeah. We've actually, yeah, we had a big, so actually all those years of, let's say, learning and new staff here and all that kind of stuff, it's brought us to where we're at now. And like, I could hands down say the team that we have in the gym now, they're unbelievable. Like, they genuine, like, they make the business. It's a, bi- it's a business now. Yeah, it's it was a, not a business when I was running it. E- e- See, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. E- even a year ago, you know what I mean? Like, when like when we were coming back out of lockdown and all that kind of stuff, it was still, honestly, I look back and I go, it's still a circus. Like there's still so many errors that are here. And then let's say Laura, one of our coaches actually turned into our manager and she literally walked in. When I say she bulldozed what, like she done what I did, like literally right in front of me, I was like, you're doing what I did to this business, but you're doing it in such a constructive way. Mm -hmm. So basically she made the background work as a bit as a company as like a limited company it's making it work in a way like even we had a meeting with every staff member last week um or this week just gone every single one of them were like happy days grant this is great like the contract that we have there in place now as well we've actually introduced something called a mental health week so if we if me and steven noticed that let's say i don't know anything can happen with people's personal lives and things like that we're gonna pull them off and say you're off for a week you're gonna be fully paid and you're out for a week take the week off we don't want to see you uh delete them from the whatsapp groups all that kind of stuff is you, you're out for a week because the thing is like that break time away actually makes you like I don't know what it was I was away for a weekend I came back I I, I signed up 10 clients in one day or something last yeah. week um, you re-energised re-energised we, what we face. used to do was yeah. go away and stay on the blower for the whole holiday yeah. checking Instagram checking yeah. mails writing back to people and that's not cu- that's not switching mm-hmm. off essentially yeah. it's just you're in a different country doing the same shit so now when we go away phone's off he went away for yeah. two weekends or for two nights but now we have the full confidence that I can go away and everything is going to be fine. Yeah. But back then, it was not a case of that. Mm. And you have to kind of understand that by you doing these things for yourself makes you a better business person. 100%, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. like you taking the time out with family or taking the time to switch off makes you the business person that you are. Yeah. You know, if you didn't do those things, it would probably still be a circus. Exactly. You exactly. Know? They're just little behavior changes over they're, they're time. Sm- you know, it's the small things, especially with a big business as well. Like we look after like a lot of people. Like we've, we've nearly 260 clients. We have nine staff members. We've myself and Stephen. And it's just looking at that going, this is a lot of plates to be spinning. Like it really, it's really It's the whole is. saying, isn't it? New levels, yeah. new devils. The bigger it gets, yeah. it's like there's a lot of more pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's so, what you so, have to look after yourself. Yeah. Someone would look at that going, oh, look, they're great. They're successful. The two lads are driving around the Tesla. It's like, you have no idea the back end of all that as well. Sure, like it's taken fucking 10 years, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So you're overnight overnight. People yeah, don't yeah. see that though. They don't They see look it. at like Instagram or mm-hmm. they look yeah. at your life and go, they're so successful and it happened like that. Yeah, you know? they were handed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were always driving Teslas. That's yeah. what people see. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. they don't see any of the hard work that goes on in no. the background. If they don't see it, And also you're still everything to your business. You're mm-hmm. still admin. You're still exactly. absolute you're still still toilet cleaners. Yep. You know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did well. That's it. Great. Yeah, so great. Cleaner. But That's no, yeah, we're still like he 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 like Martin still does sales. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm, I'm not good at the stuff Martin does. I'm good at getting client fulfillment, client ha- clients happy, getting results. So you have to obviously focus on your strengths. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. When Martin came in and the stuff he started doing, I was like, how do you do that? But now each staff member literally works to their strengths. Laura, our manager, we well, he would be obviously, but we'd be lost without her. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? She, her passion was for actually helping. She left a massive accountancy job. Was it accountancy? Um, HR. Something like that, but a massive job. She came to us now. And because we have all these little things in place, it's just unbelievable yeah. and to think that, that it's, a, it's a much smaller team than I had years ago but it's just I would like every single person I believe now truly if one left I'd be like shit there's a massive hole yeah. and an old business does move on mm. but it, it's, it's at the case now where like they are so valuable 
to, yeah. to this to yeah. this like they would they wouldn't be there they wouldn't be there if they didn't have that key responsibility let's say even like steven's girlfriend ashing like she literally does our program and it's like i don't have not that i don't have the time but i don't have the energy to put into that as she does and she's putting in and she loves doing that and then let's say Laura loves the admin managerial side of things. And we've taken Ashing, one of her other coaches, she's going to be like basically head of client results with Steven. So she's associated with the big, huge driver of a business, like actually fulfilling something. Yeah. Um, fulfilling the actual, <laughs> the result that you're promising, basically. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm, I've kind of slotted in the past few months into sales and I'm like, I'm really good at it. Yeah. He's slotting into, let's say, the, uh, the, the, actual results and but they all need their help they all need the part of let's say having someone like ashing or the other coaches that are there like we need to build a business with the different strengths that are there and i think that's the one thing especially that especially a new a new up-and-coming pt it's like why would you pay someone to manage your clients and your payroll and things like why would you pay someone to do it it's like because she does it better yeah that's yeah. the whole thing like like, like without without ashling doing programming clients would be complaining to me and Martin exactly. with the programming yeah. without me getting results and social proof we wouldn't be getting clients in without Martin doing sales we wouldn't have any sales mm. without Laura doing admin me and him would be at loggerheads do you know what I mean it's yeah. just and we already would t- it took a long time to realise that like it, it, it's not me and him anymore yeah it's, it's but a, that's still a that's still a long a lot of work done in only three years mm. it's still a oh, lot yeah. and you have to throw a pandemic in between that as well yeah let's, <laughs> get, actually into, only let's open. get into that yeah. we're, <laughs> we're only open like how long are we together in business, uh, but actually open? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because we're close for two years. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I think a the, year maybe. Isn't no, it? it was longer. Like the goal, you I, forget I, about how long it was as well. It was uh, so we were shut down officially. Let's say for I think sixteen total months out of three just pull years. Your, sorry, Martin. Just pull your mic towards you there. I'm terrible at this whole mic situation. <laughs> I'm like this over here. <laughs> uh, we, we were actually shut down like officially let's say um, for 16 full months like we couldn't operate the way we do now for 16 months of the past three years which is what's that like nearly half of it the only thing we could do is make the actual service so half of the time that you came into the business yeah basically I never, I've, ne- so we're, I've never we're, put we're that in perspective it's actually three years on Thursday we were in business yeah and we've been closed for 16 months of that so over half a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even believe, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this, I don't think we've even got going yet. It hasn't even, Scott. Like, you know what e- I mean? Even like this year alone, like we took over half an next exciting. door and things like that. Oh, yeah. That's very oh, yeah. exciting. Crack. Um, Big visions and big plans, you know. But that's, going into the kind of pandemic side of things, like that's, I know it's a bit of a juicy conversation and everyone wants to hear everyone's <laughs> opinion, but like, like, <laughs> what we think on COVID. <laughs> but that, that's the thing, like, like we were saying, like prior to actually starting, like there's so many things about COVID and what happened over the past, let's say two years that we didn't agree with and we did agree and we followed this and followed that. But the main thing was, and like I could see it with so many other businesses, especially PTs, they all just shit themselves, as did we though. But the only thing we did was not let it get to us and not let that crumble the business. Mm-hmm. Like there were, there were times when I'd be texting Stephen, like this is the best story out of the whole thing. Uh, we had let's say 150 clients middle of um, middle of let's say us joining together let's say the first like six months we had 150 clients buzzing yeah close down and I was like no no we're not and then Jane's mom and her and her, and, uh, her sister were just sitting there like no you have to close down like yeah. and I was like no no true a massive tantrum <laughs> like a 10 year old and I was like okay I should shut down and then it was just like, it was just from for that two, for two weeks yeah March, two weeks flatten the curve, the curve. <laughs> <laughs> March, March 13th we shut the doors and we just we are texting each other going yeah. that dickhead's still open they're still open mm. yeah. and then it's just like oh they're all shutting now oh oh shit this is all getting it's serious real. It? <laughs> it's all getting real and then before we knew it what well, we were down to uh, we were down 37 38 clients we still were like I tried to dispute our rent and things like that so we could actually just manage the whole thing um, <laughs> it was like a nightmare yeah, yeah. it was Honestly, it was, it was like, it was, yeah. I'll never forget it felt surreal 
how straight obviously because COVID was so shit in itself for family members and yeah. shit like that but then I was like we're going out of business and I said to him one stage will we just lock shut it up and, and go back online he's like no now luckily we we you had Phil and yeah, I had recently yeah. joined Phil and we had a business mentor and I know I know a lot of coaches around don't have a business mentor yeah. and I'm telling you in here and now if we didn't have the business mentor that we had we would have been at them fucking protests. I would have been. been I said mad. this the other day. I would have been swinging the flag. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I said this the other day on my stories as well because I have a coach too, and um, I I've always said never trust a coach who doesn't have a coach. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so important 100%. for people Gotta in business to have it, yeah. a business coach. Yeah. You know? sure, everyone gets taught something. Like, there's a reason yeah. that we are doing okay because we got taught by someone who's a multimillionaire in business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's simple. You can't, yeah. you cannot go the whole way on your own. No. No way. You'll go, you'll, you'll hit your ceiling. You'll mm. go far, but by God, you won't go as far as you can without, without help. It's a, it's like getting a PT and again, I was, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a really fucking cringy way of saying it, but it is like getting a PT and, it's like, oh, well, you can do it on your own. I was like, well, of course you can do it on your own. And like, well, go to... You fl- might not make it on your own, though. Yeah, it's no. like, That's well, go, go sure, and the first that, hurdle, yeah. you don't know what to do. No. You're cruising, cash in the bank, loads of clients. First... A, lo- a lockdown. <laughs> obstacle, what yeah. do I do now? You've no one to go yeah. to. So Martin was very close with Phil at the time, Phil Graham. I think Martin worked, worked him for five years altogether. Yeah, since... I only did yeah. a year because I only joined with COVID. But... Like the stuff Phil showed Martin to do is the reason that we survived. I'm yeah. telling you that. I actually, funny, we're not actually being mentored by him now at the minute, but I, funny enough, actually messaged him the other day. I was like, I know you're not coaching me directly, but this is where things are at. Thank you very much. Yeah. I owe you a dinner. Like, I know yeah. that's a really simple thing to say. And it, like, it was very, very well received that, like, I had started in his business when it was only a prior, like, it was, it was a little mini mentorship. It was like 20 people in, in the middle of Belfast City uh, in like a five star hotel. And when I say I had a breeze back then, what I was doing, looking back on me then i was like the only reason we're here now is because of that like yeah. it, it's just these little kind of pivotal things that happen within your business or within your life and that um again like it's like literally like ringing ring steve one day how are you any chance we can rent that's mm-hmm. why we're here now so like i think i think a lot of people especially in business when it's in that junior year it's like you're looking at it going i don't know what to do and it's like get a get a coach yeah, yeah. Get because someone it's to just so you, like, hard now hard doesn't mean bad mm. it's just very hard to go it alone so definitely i think a coach yeah. is no, the reason we found a lot of necessary. people around us coaches and gyms went a bit awol is because they'd no leader or no guidance mm. and phil said martin here's where you sink or swim yeah and everyone else sank and he was like this is what you're going to do you're going to pivot online give out your equipment go on zoom do loads of hours, provide a good service, stay there. People need you now more than ever. And we did that. And well, we went from what, 150 to 38. <laughs> then it went back up, I think, did it? But Talk right. to me about giving out the equipment and stuff first, oh, though, because... Oh, that was abysmal. Three times we did it. That yeah. would, like, that's blown my mind a little bit, like that you're actually giving, giving away we've... like skiers and rowers and shit in the back of people's vans like yeah. for them to bring home. Your what? equipment. like 50 quid. <laughs> How much was put into the gym? I think there's about 50 grand worth of equipment given out. Now, that, like, that sounds absolutely mental, but when you're met with the fact that your landlord won't let up on rent, when you're let with the fact that you do not know when you're going to reopen, you're like, I don't give a shit. I truly be- believed we wouldn't see it again. I was like, in my head, I, I knew we weren't closing, but I was like, I have a feeling that this is the last, like, they might go and just keep that or want to keep it. I actually thought, like, subconsciously that this is it. So you didn't give out the equipment and go, oh, we want it back. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no we, we said, we said. I was like, I actually think we're going to close the business. 
you get me? Yeah, I thought it yeah, was just yeah. like a weird. So it was kind of like, well, we're going to close it anyway, so we might as well exactly, give the equipment yeah. away. Exactly. I was on, I was on the, the, the thing. I was like, maybe we'll just pack it in because everyone was doing online coaching. We had a gym, and then there were so much people in our ears. Gyms will never be back to where they were. That's yeah. heartbreaking. That's the, that's the yeah. end of gyms. That's heartbreaking to think about for yeah. your business, like because well, it like is we, like your baby. Like we, we hadn't even. <laughs> I don't even think we were in, like together a year. It yeah. was the June. We like the May June. Sounds like you're a married couple. <laughs> Basically, uh, the girls always say, honestly, it's very like it. Yeah. We, like, we, like like. Half eleven at night, I'd smile at my phone. Ash is like, "Martin," I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's usually just something really ridiculous. I like picked it from five years ago, but double that Instagram. <laughs> but, uh, no, but there's a lot of people around us, Neve, that were actually really good coaches at the time. Even saying on Instagram, I believe this is the end for small gyms. I believe this is the end for public gyms. And I was like, "Oh God, I need to stop listening to this." Because you don't like as much as we believe in ourselves to pull it back. When you see people with more experience in the industry saying this is the yeah. end and shut down your gym, I was like. But uh, no, we. It was mad. It was. It, was it sounds like, if you don't mind me saying, Stephen, that mentally you were much more scared and didn't have it as together as maybe Martin did. Million percent. Oh, I was, I was him, absolutely shit myself. Well. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't show. I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah. And the fact that my ma was very sick of it as well, and he was texting me every day saying, "Oh, there's no money in the account to pay rent. We've 38 clients left." I yeah. was like, "I can't hide stuff. I'm just. I just go." Yeah, I'll go quiet yeah. or I'll go on a bleeding tantrum but he, he held it together but even in general I always say to him like <laughs> I get a text for something some mental about money or clients and I get like triggered which I try not to <laughs> I send it to him he's just like Fuck off, I'm like how like he just I don't know what it is he's just a lot more calm uh, you know what I swear to God right? if, if I could tell you where that comes from it's from being a chef like that's where it actually comes Fair, from patience so, <clears throat> no like, it, like you've got yeah hundred, I always forget that it's mad it's, uh, so let's say like, I'm the, looking at like the past like, you where you serve all you. the food and things like that <laughs> I'm a chef for 10 years I'm a <laughs> chef <laughs> you know, was a chef, are you a chef <laughs> um, but the whole thing was like you're you're really dealing with a lot of crap under pressure so let's say you're serving 100 people in front of you and it's like you've a pot of chowder behind you then you, you're literally cutting up an onion in front of you then you're serving a dish to, to the right and then five minutes later you're running off to do desserts I think that high paced environment just I did it for a long long time so like you do that day in day out it's like anything you get really good at dealing with high pressure so mm -hmm. like when I look at that now I just look at it going it's not really that bad is it like ah, so what's the landlord's going to complain at us so what do you know what I mean like a, cli a client complains that um, I don't know anything there, there's dirt on the floor it's like so what go away like you know what I mean look at the big That's picture funny. here like yeah, um, I think I'd be a bit of a Stephen now. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good thing either. <laughs> but like as well, like I'd I panic now if yeah. my clients would be complaining and stuff. I definitely I'd definitely panic. It's bit, do you know what? I go to therapy and my therapist said it's it's, it's he goes, She said, You're a perfectionist mm. and that's not a good I'm thing. The same. If things aren't perfect, yeah. you get a bit uneasy. I'm the same <laughs> and my son unfortunately is the same as well. Yeah. yeah. And listen, it it's all well and good trying to have things perfect, but sometimes it's not going to go your way yeah. it doesn't go my way I'm like do you know what I mean I love that you've said you go to a therapist by the way yeah yeah, um, yeah. I think that's so important to mention because um, it's a stigma isn't there it, there's still there a stigma is, yeah. I don't care what anyone says there's still a stigma around saying you go to a therapist like I do as well yeah. I used to go every two weeks yeah. then I put it down to monthly yeah, and so now I go kind of whenever I need to yeah, I'm actually yeah, booked into her next week check in I go to yeah. a lady called Liz Malahide I only started going to her like it was on the isn't the pipeline for ages I kept mm. saying to Martin he's like you gonna go to that therapist and I was like yeah I'll I, remember, I, remember, I, said, yeah. I, I texted her anyway day. I was like alright grand yeah and I was like you sure mm. two days later yeah booked into the therapist I was like yeah, yeah I knew something was yeah. there I knew I something do, was going I on I do there. that as well but me and, Jess, funny, me and Jess have an episode Monday week mm. called the stigma around therapy because mm. I think it's like 
people don't want people knowing. Do you know what I mean? But like yeah. we go to the, we got like I say this analogy, we go to the gym to train our bodies. Why can't you go to a therapist to train your brain? Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I, I went, I started thinking mad shit during COVID. I was like, why am I thinking like this? Went to her and she was like, it just makes you so much more at ease and reassured yeah. that like you're not alone, you could say. Yeah, and more aware of your thoughts. 100%. You can just go down a rabbit hole with 100%, them. Like, you know? yeah. And especially yeah, during COVID. Dark, yeah. Business yeah. closed. Maz and Maz in bits with COVID. I was like, I need help. I need to speak to someone about this. And everything was fine in the end, but I put off for so long because I thought like there had to be something quote unquote wrong with you. But yeah. there doesn't. I want to know why I feel like this. And I think especially for men, more yeah. so than yeah. women, because there's still there's still a macho society out there. I think maybe less so now, but I think there definitely still is a macho society yeah. where people, men in particular, won't admit and go to therapy. It's like yeah. I don't, fuck, I don't need I that. I don't need, I don't yeah. need. I know therapy. so yeah. many people yeah. that need to go. Yeah. Just by talking to them, just by their behavior, just by their aggression, just by the comments they make, I know I'm like he needs to go and talk to someone. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I was that person, and it's it's you brush it off. Don't be stupid. I don't need that shit. And then you go, and I'm like, again, I started weekly, and then bi-weekly, and now monthly. But I literally do. I'd write down something that would trigger me. I'd go to Liz. Why do I feel like that? And she'd explain. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you walk out and I, I swear to God, it feels like you're on drugs. You feel mm. like on a high. Yeah. It's, it's on, my, it's on my like, yeah, to-do yeah, list. Really Again, yeah. like, not for any reason, just yeah. to literally... I, it's, it's for like, personal growth as well. 100%. It's, it's just actually... Let the like, down. Yeah, when, when things go a bit mad, like I, I basically, I think I internalize it a bit and just get really, really, really productive. Like whatever it actually yeah. is. Like it, I will wake up at five o'clock in the morning and just do whatever. Like You throw come, yourself into like work. It comes from cleaning or... the toilet sort of thing. It's like, I do not give a shit what's in front of me. It just gets done and then I'll figure it out. And then I think that's where I suppose I control it. Yeah. I definitely, it's definitely because of ADHD. So I'm just really like, just do it. Like just whatever it is, just go. Um, but I think as well with with dealing with so many people problems all that kind of stuff it's really really important to kind of just it is like it took me to get a coach last year to realise I got fat I just got really fat out of nowhere and I was like why did that happen because like, I was internalising all those problems everything that was going on I was just eating my way through it and I was yeah. like, don't get me wrong I didn't exactly get extremely overweight but I just got into a very unhealthy state and it was, I think everyone did really in the middle of lockdown uh, yeah, but but the thing was, I internalized so many little problems that were there. And it's like, I didn't show it. I didn't say a thing. I was like, yeah, the gym is fucked, essentially. And I just did whatever I could. But then I was like, at home, oh, you have to walk your 10,000 steps a day. You have to do this. <laughs> There's me eating a rubies at fucking <laughs> two o'clock in the day. I was like, but that was the thing. That's was, what you were saying. What takeaway will I try today? Yeah. <laughs> but I remember we were saying like, there'd be a Zoom It was the class. only exciting part of like, life back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two o'clock in the day, you're like, what's open on Uber Eats? <laughs> Trying all this new mad shit. I didn't have Uber Eats out here. <laughs> oh, so you're fucking blessed. <laughs> but uh, no, the, the therapy thing, it's, it's another conversation for another day, but um, one of the best things I've done. Yeah. yeah. I even feel now like, even like, you know, like sounds so ordinary, but I like just see breathing techniques. So when, when something happens, take three deep breaths, ask yourself, am I in danger? Like I get a text off a client mm. complaint, I'd be like, am yeah. I in danger? <laughs> this is okay. Do yeah. Just shit like that. Yeah, just to not it's go into that fight or flight breed. mode. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it obviously goes back, a lot of it goes back to your childhood. Mm. A lot of it. Yeah. Um, and we went back to my childhood and shit that happened. I was like, wow, now, now it's I know. It's mad though <clears throat> when you do do that. Now we're going down a bit of a rabbit hole here, but it's mad when you do do that, the stuff that comes up from childhood that you have just buried and you, you think... You don't notice. Mm-hmm. You think that you're like what that didn't even affect me yeah. but it did that's what she said she just, goes just because you don't remember it doesn't mean you don't you didn't feel it yeah do you get me so something happened 10 years ago i don't remember it but something happened inside you that you felt it yeah and it's still in there 
You know, you've so, internalized uh, it yeah. and your body has parked that yep. like. so when something else comes up similar it's like doo, 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 doo. Yeah. so yeah no it's happened and, and it, we went it, through it, some when stuff. you look at it as well like for for what you get back it's a very low cost thing to actually yep. buy like you know, oh yeah hundred percent when you look at it what's it like 70 to 100 quid a session or whatever yeah. it actually is mm. but then it's like even especially as a business owner looking at it going how is that making you deal with things way way better yeah you know exactly. what i mean but even the staff member a couple of staff members said to me i've noticed that you're a lot more calm and a lot more uh approachable now yeah since you've gone to therapy so i love hearing that like do you know what i mean because at the yeah. start it was just like if it's a problem i'd be like don't hear it like but you're the fucking owner you have to hear it yeah. Yeah. Do you know what i mean another thing is like we deal with 250 people so it's a lot of people's emotions check-ins can get fairly dark sometimes yeah or, and emotional pr- yeah, as well and then i'd you're say taking so all this in you need to be able to be yeah. on your game do you get me because i had a, I had a, like a not a problem but like before i would get way too attached to a client's like losses and wins where you can't you just have, kind of have to have that wall up like somebody be really down and i'd be like oh fuck's sake i feel terrible for them. Mm. now obviously you do feel bad but you have to be able to control your emotions and not get too attached to their wins to their losses and i was definitely going through a phase i was trying to help people so bad that it was affecting me when they weren't doing well and that's that's what, again it's your pr- it's, it is your pride and joy like especially yeah. when it's like it's it's, res- yeah. it's resu- you want to get results yeah, yeah. yeah and your clients are happy i wasn't happy do you mm. know what I mean? But that, that can't be the way. You just have to. You were taking on the emotions exactly. without separating yeah. it. Yeah. With with PTing though, when you look at it, like you're taking like even the front end, the back end, like the actual delivery of the program and everything else. Like the front end, like <laughs> funny enough, like you hear the days and the weeks that happen when someone comes on. So I do all the sales. So I get when everyone comes in, I just literally say it straight to them. I was like, so where are things at? And they're like, blah, blah, blah. and it's just literally it all starts coming out on the phone. I'm like there we go that's why you're yeah. on the phone to yeah. me but then I'm hearing all that and I literally when I say I have to put a complete wall up yeah. like I have to like I can't hear that someone does not feel attractive to their husband it's like I can't hear that like, but I hear it I like I can't let it internalise that you know that yeah. kind of way because when like let's say they're in for let's say a couple of months and they feel so much better and I was like remember what you said to me at the very very start and you weren't confident and you're I'm just a lazy person it's like you're not really like no one's no one's you don't you don't born lazy. yeah you don't born you're not born with that you don't inherit that you know what I mean like you actually just learn all this stuff the only I think that there's two fears you actually there's two things you actually are born with it's like the fear of a loud sound and fear of falling or something like that people, fear of dying that's sorry it. that's yeah. another yeah yeah people um yeah literally. people people don't realize it's their upbringing that actually brings them to where they're at and it's like it's not like like this is a huge huge rabbit hole it's like it's your childhood it's your family it's the people around you like again a lot of traits that i have i get it from my mom because i was always really really close to my mom and then like steven would be the exact same as well like there's loads of traits yeah my mom's very high stress yeah yeah. but it's funny though because it doesn't mean like if it was if it was a different person or say like your siblings they might not react the same way yeah so it depends on the person as well yeah so like I didn't come from like a traumatic childhood, but the way I perceived certain things, I internalized them and they became traumatic mm-hmm. for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. It's a bit of a mind fuck, but it yeah, is my, like like for example again. My sister would be the complete opposite to me. Just mm-hmm. like like Martin, do you get me? And we were, we both were around Matt, so yeah. mm-hmm. I just took it very differently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's an interesting. But that's where the, me and Jess are going to do an episode on that as well because it's definitely not talked about enough, and I definitely think with males. Sure, you see the the, the suicide, suicide rate. rate like, it's absolutely yeah. I mean, massive for, for, yeah. for males yeah. and mental yeah. health, and that's something that wasn't reported on in COVID as well. Yeah, no, suicide no, rates. Christ now, but um, yeah, no, I just think people need to go. Like, and like I said, I, I have conversations with mates, and I'm in my head, I'm like, go and see someone. Yeah, like, what's what's the shame? Like, do, do you reckon that between like let's say a coach, a therapist, and just I suppose a business mentor, there'd be the three things you'd always recommend. Hundred percent. It is. Think about it. Your business mentor, your business grows. Yeah. Your therapist, you'll grow, and then your your you'll grow and your business will grow. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I didn't deal with that back then, I 
be a mess. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, so back back to COVID. Um, yeah, I had to give out, I, I, obviously, all the equipment. I'm doing the Zoom classes. But like like Martin, remember the remember the cases per day? I think I told mm. you this. Yeah. It was like, dark. In, in, in whatever Ireland, it was like 10,000 cases, 11,000 cases. Martin was sending me our own cases of fucking clients <laughs> dropping off. He's like 100. You do your own stats every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. 128, 111, 96. But you, like, know, you know what? It wasn't, it was like counting down. It was like we were nearly counting down the inevitable. It was like I knew in the back of my mind is like if this went past May, June, I was like, "There's that, there's that." Fucking, You're gone. Like that's that big business I just bought into a year, not even yeah. a year prior to it. And I think it was yeah, it was the June, yeah, gone into, um, gone into let's say the March of the next year. We I think it was like nine odd months or something. And it was like this big business that I'm just after buying into, in the ground. And I was like, "What are we gonna do?" And I was like, "I'm not going back to work as a chef." Like, you know <laughs> I, mean? I don't want to do that. And it's funny, Neve. Our account. I think I told you so our accountant, um. Peter at the time grabbed us in January. He's like, lads, yeah. we need to go for a coffee. And we we're like, yeah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Like, I don't so mind that. Back then, we didn't really care about that kind of stuff. Just but he, he was preempting this yeah. situation. He's like, there's something yeah. mental going on, uh, China. Mm-hmm. It's going to come here. And we we're like, would you give over, Peter? You're losing your mind. He's like, lads, just be prepared. It's coming. We're like, what is it? Like COVID. I was like, who the fuck is COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just being idiots. Like, and then now March, you know. <laughs> March came. March came and we closed. Peter's like, told you. Oh, do you no. know what I mean? But just being back then, just being real. Uh, that's how much, even even that's how much we've grown. Do you know what I mean? We didn't yeah. listen to our accountants. Do you get me? And that was only what two years ago. And he he'd be, he would work for a big company on as well. The ball. Yeah. On that's what that's their job to predict. Like yeah, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? I think the hardest thing as well as as young business owners as well. Like you have to remember, we're only thirty odd. Like you know, it's the, we haven't got experience with this no. mad stuff that goes on. You know, and the thing is, I think they're called black swan events, especially when things just go pull the rug right underneath you that's what it is so like covid a big one like i think one another one happened like a year ago our rent went up like 60 yeah. percent and we just looked at it going okay overnight we got we got a, we got a an email off uh off the the owners of the of the estate who they're fucking <laughs> they're big like, they're big dogs yeah. um hey what's up you that's are a lot of money to go up by like 60 and you know what like sure, i remember said, the yeah, first yeah. time went up 125 percent for me <laughs> jesus yeah, you're paying buttons with your stuff oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah this is a quick story i was basically martin's off. like it's ground stevenson is therapist <laughs> did, did, no, this is what i didn't even know martin right i started oh, off in stpt and it was called swords fit camp and i bought so I bought someone out and then Martin bought someone out down the line. But I bought your man out and I go, can I rebrand it? And he's like, yeah, do what you want. So I rebranded it. I go, can I get people into rent off me to pay the rent? He goes, yeah. I go, he, what else did he say? There's a few things that he said I could do. Can't sublet. Can't right? <laughs> then one day uh, I walk outside the gym and there's a big Range Rover there, right? At the time it was 2018. These things 2018 D. Two boys get out with suits on. I was like, how is this all right? They're like, yeah, do you own this place? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave me a business card. And your mom was like, do you have people subletting and all, yeah? And he's been, being all sound. I was like, yeah, I'm like eight people paying me rent. <laughs> oh, no. I and was like, one of them. And he was like, <laughs> like nice, nice. How long are you here? And all. I was like, I'm only here, this, that, and the other. And uh, I rebranded it there. It used to be this. And that day, <laughs> I got an, e- an email from the people who own the estate saying, hey, we are the owners of the estate. You, you approached us today and gave me your business card. You told us A1, A2, A3. Oh, you you sublet. You rebranded. <laughs> you've done this. Then he referred back to the lease, which I didn't read because I was so stupid back then. <laughs> and he says, you're out. And I was like, what? And so I had to go out and meet them. He's like, oh, no, you can have it back. But here's what you're going to pay now. Oh, no. And I had to pay. Bit of Shit. Yeah. 
yeah. bit of an increase. But like trying to show off to these people. I yeah, you were like, look at my business. Yeah, and this, <laughs> like you own that business. We own this estate. Yeah. <laughs> you, that's the, you know what that is? That's the young ego that it's like, oh, yeah. look at me. That like literally yeah. daddy big bollocks. Yeah, like, and now someone else yeah, at the gym, yeah. they're like, hi, I'm like, I'm not opening my <laughs> mouth to anyone. This yours? No. Nope. Who are you again? Pardon. Marty, come to the door. Now what did we what did I, I don't even know how I ended up here. <laughs> we did, we did it. I think it was, uh, it was like two days Hello, ago. Hello, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> Get down we here. were in a meeting and it was like, uh, Paddy's like, look, look, look for you. Yeah, tell them to give me a ring, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not going down there. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, the thing is, like with businesses like that, you just forever evolve. And like, I think I just look at the things like that, like the rent increase, a staff member leave and a staff member whatever it is I just look at it now with that little like it's not even a front it's just like a wall I'm like, it's just yeah, business yeah, it's just, it yeah. really is like nothing is ever you're emotional. still winging it though aren't I'm, you yeah, like, winging it every day absolutely yeah. no clue what I'm doing Damn 9 times out of 10 I do but then like the one time like having a breeze when yeah I'm doing here. and so am I like yeah. for We're me COVID it. was no one different has it together like yeah for me COVID was different I took another um, another job I left my handed in my notice what were you doing I was a bid manager okay um, I was working for a company called Aramark and I handed in my that's notice. Road, that's in the road, yeah, yeah. No, that's Aramex. Oh. Everyone always says that. Well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I handed in my notice and then three weeks later, COVID hit and I was already due to leave in like a week, Fuck. going to a new job. Um, and then was going to start the new job the following. I think I, I was like, I gave myself two weeks off or something uh, and went to start the new job and they were like, oh, can you take a salary cut? And I was like, no. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, then they were like, oh, okay, we'll come back to you in a week. And I was like, look, this is the lowest I can go. I just left a job for, for this. Like, um, Came back to me in a week and we're like, actually, we don't have the budget now to take anyone Jesus. on. And I was like, cool. Oh, <laughs> shit. COVID, COVID payments. But <laughs> I saw it as an opportunity because I always wanted to be a business yeah, owner. To get to work. To get to work. Yep. So that's when I started up myself and yeah. haven't now looked back in the two years. Unbelievable. Like, um, a lot of people did that, I think, in, in COVID. Yeah, well, well Shane, it was the, the Great same. Resignation. Yeah. Where yeah. lots of people just resigned and yeah. are setting Packed up their in. own businesses. Yeah. And, look and I think that's what you see in a recession as well, is a 100%. lot of people will resign and yeah. just set yeah. up themselves. Yeah. Now, it's a risk. To, it's it's worth the fucking risk when you know what you're doing. Yeah. But like like you said, you could, again, you could have sank or swam there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Could have been like a lot of people go, up oh, her me. Yeah, mean? the what victim mentality. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we would have. I really do think we would have. I if would we didn't have, have. Yeah, if we didn't have the guidance, do you know what I mean? From someone else that, let's say, is doing the same thing. You know, it's yeah. The biggest part of when things go mental, wrong, everything else is just stop. Just yeah. literally stop and look at what what's actually going on around you. So, like, let's say the rent increase and things like that, the COVID. It's like we just had to do something, or else we would be literally in the protest in town. Mm. Um, but that was the thing, like there's so much that people don't realize about business especially like even like pricing and, and things like that if someone approached me and said oh that's too expensive i was like well go go to Flight they're not Fish. your customer yeah yeah oh, exactly yeah. it's yeah. like well go like i've no problem can saying you, can you do anything better i just I like, like don't like, be testing yeah yeah like, this is not a market like <laughs> yeah literally can you do any cheaper i'm just like just buy them like literally oh why would we do cheaper for you when they're a customer so yeah, you're paying yeah. that and price you got, like, and, and like, you know the worth yeah yeah you know I, I say hand, hand on heart every single person I sign so again I sign everyone up I get like again they're on a sales call and all that kind of stuff and I say it to them and I say it's like listen there's no cheesy sales techniques here I'm going to be very straight with you if it's not for you it's not for you that's absolutely fine mm. if it is for you great I can't wait to get involved and all that kind of crack we've terms and conditions we've this way of doing things if you're happy let's go if you're not absolutely no problem at all and the thing is with that you still get met with the can you do any better and I was like no <laughs> Is that, is that per month you're like yeah I, ha I had I had someone do that there I think about just over a month ago 160 a month yeah. and I was like yeah 
it's it's small group personal training. Have you ever priced up one to one? Yeah. So five times that. Yeah. Uh, but then you, you get people that are like, okay. And it's like, Grant, you're going to be a fantastic customer. I'm going to give you my fucking all and get the best results ever. But yeah. it's funny, Neve, we say that I had a fella online. Uh, Your pal. Who it was. <laughs> but he was, he was doing online, or he still is doing online. And he uh, his sister goes to the gym and, and she got really good results. And she was singing our praises. But he lives in, he lives, just doesn't live in Dublin, right? And uh, he inquired about online. And I, uh, I sent him the video. And he sends me back that and goes, oh, am I reading that right? Surely that's not right. That's per month for online coaching. I go, yeah, you are reading it right. Mm. Are you in or out? He goes, no, I can't justify it. I said, peace be with you. Have a good weekend. Take yeah. it easy. <laughs> you you, I think he did say that. I, did, I, said, I could take the piss with them because I don't. I'm going to use that now. You people, like, that's, that's, the, that's the non-emotional thing where you come up yeah. like, I don't give you. I've bills to pay me. You, yeah. you have to have that belief yeah. in, your yeah. system, in, in your service. Yeah. And I do. But then two weeks later, he, uh, he, came, back. he came back and goes, listen, Joe, I'll give it a shot. I go, yeah, he does fucking you. brilliant I'd and say. then he does brilliant he goes Jesus Christ I can't believe I questioned that price and he goes you, he says you should you should be charging more yeah. do you know what I mean so it all, it we've all, got a we've got a I've got a, I think we've got a lot of that over the past yeah. few years especially but you're always going to get people like that is yeah. that much yeah do you know what I mean but yeah. you, you, you never budge no. like. they're not your customer no if they're not don't, they're don't not willing fit. to pay and that's actually something that I always have to remember Maddie always reminds me he's like they're not your customer if they mm. don't want to pay the full price they're not your customer why would you want them oh the bass it's a rocky and do you know what there. actually I'm going to get something off my chest now do you know what annoys me as well is Go mates Martin <laughs> <laughs> mates rates I never really liked you mates mates piss me off because they're I, like I, can I, you give I me mates rates and I'm like hold on a second you're asking me to give me give away my time yeah. for free because like, we grew up together kind of thing yeah, yeah. it's like would yeah, you like what would you say if your boss asked you to work for free exactly yeah absolutely not it's like it's still hours of your time yeah. why the hell to give it to you for for cheaper well you, i can get out and ne- get a you'll negotiate and if it was like here look if you want it if you can get like a handful of friends in and you're going to recommend me i'd appreciate yeah. you did that anyway but if you do that i'll look after yeah, you yeah or to give a load of reviews or something but yeah. like yeah. no but like we i've had that trouble over the years again being the people pleaser at the start i was training all the lads mm-hmm. and i had no clients at the time and i had to pay the rent and i was like boys just have that fucking tenor there like I'll give it to you in Gibneys I'll give it to you in the weekend I'm like Jesus Christ yeah. and now someone comes in to me it could be my good mate I'm like no go to go to X, Y or Z you yeah. have to separate the, the friendship from the to. business even with family as well it can get it can get quite uh, sticky but with yeah. friends like at the start I had I, I was basically trying to build a business off friends mm. and I had literally half a malahide in the gym mm-hmm. but I was just like I did remember you found a sh- I, had a sh- I didn't take any Fiver. card payments I took just cash Jesus. I had a sheet with people's names Five, ten, five, ten, and it's like, ah, oh, Terry, don't be worrying about it. I'll give it to you then. And, and they when, when I say, I, when I say, no. I bulldozed the gym. I literally did walked in and threw half the stuff that was in there out. It was like yeah. mad stuff. Like it's just like it was all these like it was like you had like a sheet with like it was in written in pencil and all. Like yeah. it was just <laughs> in my awful writing, which I can't read. <laughs> it was like Mary five euro old fiver. Oh, Jeez. Jesus! But then you look back, change Jew. You look back on it. It's like you look back on the business that was actually there, and it's like. Like how would you, I survive hey, like, you know you, you you were doing you're doing what you're doing right now you're winging it as you were winging it mm-hmm. then but yeah. you're just a bit more educated that, that's yeah. all it is like yeah. a bit more experienced yeah and when you say a little bit like again like it, there's been mental growth in the past like three years yeah but the, I think the, the biggest thing I think is it's the mentality of it all it's like now we look at the business as in it's actually a, a company yeah, like hundred percent. Like I, I actually we had a staff meeting with all the uh, with all the excuse me with that, um, with all the coaches there this week. Like I was saying, and the whole thing was with 
with them, I have to, as, as much as I love them and they're, I think they're amazing coaches, I have to be the boss here. And I absolutely hate doing it. I hate doing it. I hate speaking with this authoritative tone. conversations. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think I would as well. I was there the other day and we had them and Martin obviously takes the lead because I just sit there in the corner doing deep breaths. You see a different side of Martin, but it's, ne- it's purely just to help the business grow, help them grow and yeah. to remember who's the fucking boss. Because yeah. we are pally with them. But like you won't see me as poly with the staff as I was before, yeah. Because okay, just get you nowhere, and no. people, they, they start like not taking you seriously. It's, you know this for it's for yeah. them as well because for like, them, yeah. Because they have like internally within the business, they can grow like ridiculously. They can they can do amazing. Like they really really can. And it's like, why would you ever want to leave? Like that's the that's the place we're trying to turn it into. And it's like, but I have to make like there has to be discipline behind that as well. It's like. Well, you can take in cash. You can do this and that. It's like no, buy the do it, buy the book, do yeah. this correctly, do this the we way. We have it a business be. model that like, works it's a, exactly. exactly. It's like we've yeah. tried and tested it for how many years. It works amazing. Just copy it. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Use it. But the thing is, a lot of people, especially young up and coming PTs. I think it really is just it's a quick in and out, and they're like, oh, you can charge thirty quid an hour, and you've this and that, and it's like you haven't a clue. Eighty percent of personal trainers Andy quit within up. Yeah, yeah. one year. That's, that's fact statistically. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of um, personal trainers quit within one year. That's mad. Yeah. Imagine me did that. Like. If if I hadn't given Stephen a ring that day and I said, "Here, I want to rent," I would be within that statistic. Yeah. If I could handfully say out of all of our coaches, if they hadn't got in touch with us to get in the fitness industry, they would be in the statistic. Mm. If Stephen didn't have a mentor prior, he would be in the statistic. It's like you have to just go where success is. Like, and yeah. that, like as cr- that sounds so cringy, but like when you look at yeah, I've said this before though. Yeah like and it's it does sound cringy but uh, but you kind of you create that success for yourself Mm. like everyone talks about the law of attraction but it's actually true to a certain extent Mm -hmm. because you're taking action to draw that to yourself exactly you know we want to be around people that are successful exactly it's your environment do you know what i mean one one of our like literally one of our quite close group as well as it's brian it's andy Andy. it's buckley and then like we go for in the middle of lockdown we're going for walks and just going for random like literally going for a coffee every other monday and even that that was just listening like there's no like agenda it's just a conversation it's just talking about business life what you're doing all that kind of stuff and it's just it's just shy talk really like it's just like it's like this conversation it's just general bits and bobs but then like two weeks later it's like idea and it's like oh Andy said that Brian yeah. said that uh, Buckley said that it's a great idea mm. so I remember Phil used to say to us and I, I never did it but he said like who if you look up to someone text them and go can I go for a coffee with you just pick yeah. your brain mm. and I've had two or three lads do that to me and I absolutely love it I'll go for a walk yeah like I, I this probably just sound bad but if you're around losers you're going to become a loser mm-hmm. yeah. if you're around a low standard of conversation that's not going to really push you on you're going to become that. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I, I, I like to be around people that will 100%. raise your you, game. You become your, your environment. That, that's yeah. the thing. But yeah. if, if this, like, that's it, what you consume, you become. Yeah. And if you're consuming shy all the time, you're going mm. to be come down a level a bit. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's another thing uh, to get onto the topic of therapy again. I think when you start to level up, it sounds... I hate that word and I so hate do I. I hate the word growth as well like <laughs> do you want to join our mentorship mentorship <laughs> <laughs> but when you do when you do level up your your mind or like yourself like that I think the people who are not supposed to be around you fall away 100% yeah. and you lose friends because yes. they're not supposed I've to be lost, there like one oh, like I've lost so many friends and now listen I know they don't give a shit and I'm really personally I don't really care either because you go your separate ways but mm. if I was still in the same environment I was years ago, I don't know where it'd be. Yeah. Honestly. And I'm, not, I'm not anywhere now. I'm just running a business trying to trying to get by. Mm. But by God, things had to change. Yeah. yeah. 
And if again, like like Matt said, if you're if you're what's it, if you're around five people that are, you'll become the you become the sixth. Yeah, I think I think we've all kind of and it is heard a bit yeah. cringy. I do believe that, but it's so so true. Mm. It is. If you're around a standard conversation that's on the floor and no one's doing much, you'll start going a, down again. There. Like all it is is sending into like let's say the WhatsApp group's hopping. It's like look at your man over there, and like the, the next like I'm sure I'm sure I've been sent into many of many course, WhatsApp groups. I think that as well. Like you have to understand that no matter what you do, you will piss someone off. Yeah. Like I have been. You know it as well because I sent it because I think it's fucking hilarious. I've been threatened. I've been laughed at. I've been put in WhatsApp groups. I've been this and so is Tierney and we all probably have. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I just look at it going, fuck off. Who cares? Yeah. But like, if that's the best they can do out of their time exactly. to do that, yeah. it says more about them, not you. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, remember yeah. uh, you put up the picture of, of Nina and like you get you lose 600 followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put uh, a picture of my, uh, my goddaughter and I, got, I lost 700 followers in one day. What? Yeah. yeah. I don't the same. Me and Jane got engaged. Yeah, same thing. I was just doing infographs and helping people, and then I put up a, a family the personal picture. picture. Bomb. <laughs> Lost loads of people. Yeah. <laughs> he was an infograph. Yeah. Bastard. Do you know what I mean? We, we got engaged. I'm here for the value. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you call this? Baby? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Jane, we're going to have a kid. I, got, I swear to God, I got Pop up on your mic there, Martin. I keep doing that, don't I? <laughs> Me and Jane uh, said we're going to have a kid. We put up on the Instagram. What happens? I lose lots of all. I swear How to God. How dare you? How dare you be happy <laughs> yeah. and have a child in this world, you bastard. But along the way, I'm sure you're the same, Need that you probably have. I'm not going to say, again, it's never from a look at me perspective, but it's a. You're, you're growing mm. so you are gonna people will fizzle away yeah. but I do believe there's a certain like again I always say to him people are like oh you go with your friends I go I flat out have three mates yeah oh yeah Not I only Martin, said this to Manny the other day fact. I was like no one is coming like yeah. you literally you can count on your fi- on one hand maybe on three fingers like you say no one's coming to help no one's coming to help yeah. you can count on maybe three fingers for me as well the people that I always say the people that help me bury a body who can you ring up yeah. tomorrow and be like I've done something it's I need you look at you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Don't literally, yeah. It's, it's I think mad. I think I think especially I think it's an Irish thing as well. Like you're you're very reliant on people around you, your family, all that kind of stuff. And it is like family is a very very big part to me. But it's again like there's just only so much you can really kind of tolerate with your own family. Yeah. Like I get along with mom really really well. Get along with dad. Don't get along with my brother. But I still love him. Like I've never I don't hold anything bad against. But just we don't really speak that much, right? Yeah. The thing is with that, like. I know my circle around me with like literally I counted my hands like my hands not my hands like I couldn't I don't have a list of friends but that's the thing it's like you're going to put your energy into a certain amount of people I'll always look after my family I'll always look after the people that yeah. are around me not even a question but then like a lot of people do think that they're deserving of that back and it's like you're doing that for you not for anyone else mm-hmm. around you you know um, like family is a big thing for everyone as well but just rely on yourself and just put the work in yourself whatever yeah. it is if it's business or whatever I see, you know? I see a lot of coaches that have failed because they couldn't separate themselves mm. for instance oh you're shit crack you never come out anymore and they'd mm. actually give in to that and be like oh no I will yeah. do you get me Yeah. And I, and I heard actually I don't know if you heard uh, Aaron Horan on Laura Murray's podcast there Powered by Positivity podcast and he was saying the same thing environment environment like mm. he was like i was turning up to you know events after football and people were like oh here i'll take your picture for your prep like you know yeah, what are you doing yeah. that for and I, he was like i need to get out of this yeah yeah i was at an event there a few weeks ago and these all these people are sound right they're all cool i like them but i wasn't drinking and it was the first time i was out in fucking ages and i was actually a bit anxious going because i wasn't drinking and they don't mean it like mm. that but because you're so trying to move forward you get like oh and one of them said why aren't you drinking and i actually about to have a panic attack do you know what i mean yeah you have like you're going to be misunderstood 
yeah. along the way. And, and that's I think cool. that's a very Irish societal thing huge, as well. Huge. Drink like, is a big, big thing. Like I don't drink anymore. I haven't drank for maybe the past year, year and a half. Um and sometimes some of my family will be like, Would you not just have a prosecco? Like Yeah. Like, but why? Like I don't need I'm one. Still all right here, like I don't need one. I'm yeah. still having the same amount of fun that I would have if I was drinking. Yeah. You know, but it, it's, it's a misunderstanding. I just don't like the after effects of alcohol, exactly, and I don't yeah, like yeah. the effects. I don't like what it does to me in the moment either. So exactly, we're we're the same. That's like a I, choice yeah, yeah, yeah. that I've I made. I said, I said, like he, that that fella asked me, he didn't mean anything, and he wasn't. Maybe your man, Aaron, was trying to wind him up, but this fella was like, "You're not drinking," and I got so awkward because I don't really drink anymore. Because again, when I'm drunk, I'm, I feel very like a different person. Yeah, I'm the, the same. Monday comes. I'm a different mentality. Yeah. I'm not doing that bit of work. I'm not chasing that crime. Sluggish. Hundred yeah. percent. So that's why I think when you don't when you when you go without it for so long and then you go to an occasion where there is it and someone says something, you do essentially get a bit triggered. But I yeah. don't believe they mean it that way. Mm. We just get a bit like, What do you mean? They Defensive nearly they nearly feel exactly. awkward that they're getting drunk and exactly. you're not gonna think. They're like, Yeah, yeah you I'm getting drunk, get drunk with me. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're like, No, I'm cool. But yeah. people just don't understand that. And my Ashing said the same thing. Drink is the only drug quote unquote that you have to explain why you're not doing it mm. no one says to you why aren't you doing cocaine that's actually a really good point I isn't never it? thought of it, isn't it? like yeah. that mad why aren't you drinking what's it to you but nobody thinks of drink as a drug though you know what yeah, you know what like, I think is great though but it fucks you up just as bad yeah. oh yeah you know I mean? if, not if not worse, worse. Yeah. <laughs> you're on the ball on the other side of see you there <laughs> <laughs> podcast number two uh, yeah. the thing is uh, have you noticed there's a little trend that the zeros are really starting to become really you advertised you laughing out there sorry <laughs> Um, the, the zero Heineken, the zero kind yeah. of Guinness, that's becoming like a little trend now. Yeah. I'm actually starting to back that a little bit. So let's say if I go out, I literally will say to the lads, actually going to drive. And they're like, no bother. Because they're actually just, they're not like, they're reacting to me going like, I don't want to drink. Grand of a lift. That's literally the next kind of thing. So I was out there a couple of weeks ago. So drinking non-alcoholic Guinness. It's weird, not going to lie. Uh, but it is kind of <laughs> strange. But even sitting there going, I'm still doing everything I should be doing, socialising with my friends, yeah. having a good time, enjoying the night, and I'm going to walk, or I'm going to drive home, not hanging out of my arse, not waking up tomorrow mm. morning, ringing for a takeaway, and literally not doing work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then finally getting back together on Wednesday. Like, the two of us used to be weapons. I think me be more, but like, I think that's where we don't want to ever be again. I think that's where a lot of that comes oh, from. Oh yeah, like, won't get into it now into deep detail but yeah. back back then like drinking drugs every weekend without Madness. question yeah friday out friday home sunday night parents yeah. were uh worried sick and then the following week pretty depressed like do you yeah. know what i mean and then we years on end of that and then you start doing what we do and actually be a bit productive and get a bit of success out of it that's the addiction in yeah. my opinion yeah. feeling good and actually Definitely. doing better do you know what i mean yeah so now like the thought like the, I, i'm not gonna lie i do miss it Mm. I'd absolutely mm. love to go and tear the arse off a weekend. <laughs> I would. Flat out love to. We're trying to flag my stag now for next year. Yeah, next year I'm we're looking at Vegas. One night, I'm like, one oh, night a year, sweet I'll just go Jesus. for it. <laughs> you won't see for a loose. month. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so you yeah, be on the missing list now. Yeah, I'm telling <laughs> you. God. Not right. me no. I'm in Liz's office for about a week. Um, but yeah, no, it, it just, yeah. I don't know what we're saying there. We're just like, you know. Sorry, what am I meant to say, Marty? There's always, and Eve, there's always a few people that will understand. Yeah. Mm. It's funny, like when you go to these dinners, my, my three quote unquote mates, uh, they wouldn't say it because they know the crack. Yeah. yeah. Then there's people that you haven't been around in ages. You're a shy crack. You're like, ah, that's, listen, that's, yeah. that's the way it is yeah. now, you know? But that, like, it is, it's a, it's a society trait that you're just like, what are you not drinking? Something wrong with you? Yeah. It's like, were you no, an alcoholic? Me. Yeah. Did you yeah. have a problem with drink? That's, it's crazy. <laughs> no, like I didn't even drink that of, much when I did drink. Like, I feed off it a little bit and it's like, yeah, I don't want to drink. And they're like, they get real off. People are like, 
all right yeah and it's like yep how are you how's life <laughs> like your man said to me and again he did not mean it anyway because you're not drinking for your mate's mate for a birthday and i was like oh god it just gets uh what? yeah but but again like i just think because we're so out of loop with things and out of sorts we get a bit it's like social anxiety a bit yeah. awkward because you haven't been around like i don't remember yeah. the last time i was out in a pub mm. i just don't remember so when i do go around people that are locked i'm like oh I'm god same. i was at my sister's <laughs> hen party actually two weeks ago and uh it was the same sort of thing it was like you don't drink and they're yeah. like, oh, okay. Shit cracked and then over there. Like, like, but no, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was nearly up like the latest. I was still on the dance laugh. floor. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Having a ball. I was, I was yeah. Sober as a judge. Crack. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but again, I don't think that's, don't think that's ever going to change. No. Do you mm. know what I mean? I think I, it, there is a bit of a move with the with the zeros coming in as well. Like, yeah. And again, I think with women Definitely, especially as well. It is more common. Yeah, hear more people giving up drink. You'll have a zero again this one, can you now? I don't remember the last time I was like, the zeros don't even really appeal to me because I don't even really like I'd, the taste I'd of... I'd go and have nothing. I, yeah, you know, I, I would rather You'd nearly well. do it to deter the whole work. You're not drinking. Oh, you'd nearly do it to just deter to just feel in. Yeah. Yeah. Hand, but yeah. it is, like, I don't mind socialising with anyone. When they start getting drunk and you're sitting there sober, you're like, got emotionally check I know, out it's here, weird, yeah. isn't it? I know, here, yeah. It's really yeah. weird because people just start to get dumb. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a stage where, like, this is cool. I'm actually yeah. all right. And then you see people start crawling the walls and they're <laughs> all cross-eyed. You're like, yeah, I know here. Everyone in the jacks. And people are so dumb. It's like, what? Yeah. What? Like yeah, you're looking yeah. at people and you're like, what? Yeah. The co- it's just a standard of conversation just gets lower. You're like, yeah. I'm going to go. I always say, I'm like, if, I, if I'm out, just go to the jacks. I'm growing. Gone. I'm leveling yeah. up. Imagine <laughs> I'm trying to grow yeah. here. Yeah. Like, fuck that. It's never, you clearly don't accept it. It's never a case of like, like I'm woke. Look, yeah, it's never a case of looking <laughs> down yeah, anything. Badge. We're just very different people now than we were. Yeah. And some people get it and some people don't. Mm. And again, T- you're teaching gonna... this to clients is a really big one as well because people will be like, oh, well, I'm going for dinner this weekend. What can I have? I was like, just ask for a bit of fucking broccoli on the side. What are you going to be? There's not going to be pitchforks out, out the front. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ask for a bit of food on like literally broccoli on the side and have half the rice. Are uh, you yeah, all right? You're not going to get those conversations. Like even make things like that normal. Yeah. And like make it that your environment, people that are around you can understand that. It's like, I actually, for some random reason, I had four people yesterday text me, what can I have off this menu? I was like, you eat what the fuck you want. Just add some broccoli to it. Mm. And then it's like, oh thanks and it's like that's all you have to do it's like you and enjoy to, yourself enjoy though. it like go for that so like the thing is right when it comes to food alcohol anything like that the biggest thing you need to understand is like you need to educate yourself on what to do in those situations not restrict and avoid and completely get rid of it's like you still are kind of socialized with your friends you're still going to go out for food with your partner and everything else just make it a bit more normal like we were at a holiday there in uh, September Some one or two at night I was like just not drinking they're mm. like alright and then I get one or two like it's going to have a chicken salad, it's going to have this, it's going to have that. And it's like, something wrong with you? You're on a diet or something like that? And it's like, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we were on prep at the time. Yeah. Oh, that was dark. Right. Jeez, another conversation. That right is there. another conversation. Which what we basically what we did do, I think, yeah, we did a, a photo shoot in, in Nottingham. And we had to diet for, I think, for five months of the year. But, like, so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> but so stupid said, when, you know what I was, I was when talking about this morning. Business, <laughs> And you're dead. Like getting yeah. complaints and all. The client's like, Where's oh yeah, I'm injured. Like, don't care. Like, <laughs> don't care. I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> swear I swear to God, the last two months he hid away. Like he went into this like monk weird place where he just done cardio. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you were doing cardio in the morning and then you were training in the evening and you were eating like fucking 2,000 calories. Something like that. You were yeah. absolutely starving. But it was just mental. The things, that's another thing we, we talk about with business and all. Like if you're not on your game, it can, it can go south. And yeah. Myself, Martin, Ashling, Paddy and Ashling College all did a photo shoot. And next thing you know, we're getting complaints. Obviously, we're all absolutely dead on yeah. the floor. Um, but it got so awkward that one night I went for a walk. <laughs> 
And I bumped into him. <laughs> hadn't seen him like a month or something. All right. I was like, how are you? What are you up to? I couldn't look him in the eyes or anything. It was, it was, it was the weirdest thing I ever. I think back, I actually cringe. I'm like, what the fuck were we doing back then? <laughs> it, was me- it, was, it was funny looking back at it, but it was mental. It was like, you know what it is? It's like it's an achievement with anything. And you kind of just have to immerse yourself in like the, the buzz of it, the cardio, the walk and all that kind of crack. It, it got wild. Like I was doing 30,000 steps a day. You were doing cardio every single morning. Yeah. It was weird. Jeez. It was so weird. Looking back on the things, you're like, I was doing steps at 10 o'clock in the night and I'm just, James looking at me going, have you lost your I fucking I sent him a mind? picture this morning and I look like a fucking, look like I'm dying in the thing. You, you know what, the, <laughs> you know what the scary thing like, is though? Like that is, I think you and Connor talked about this a lot. It's fair. It's like this new society pressure of you have to look amazing. Yeah. You have to look yeah. like yeah. you're absolutely. Yeah. I only like, said this as well to Maddie yesterday. Like everybody, like, Obsessed. Not to be disrespectful, mm. but like, like each to their own, and mm. whoever wants to get it, get it. But some people just look the same now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with like the cheek fillers and the lips, oh, and like yeah, everyone yeah, almost yeah. looks the same. It's almost like a sim character now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's mad. I, and I think honestly, I think as long as we live, Neve, that's not going to change. Mm. People yeah. from day one, it's just going to get worse. I think. You know, it is hundred percent because there be more things to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. have to fuck you up like long term, obviously. But ever since I'm obviously <laughs> doing this ten years, you're doing it however long it is, six or seven. But ever since I've started, people are obsessed with how they look. Yeah, mm. and I, I don't, I don't think that's ever going to change. And we're not going to complain. I'm just people... laughing here because I'm like, we'll just be over here being ugly and woke. <laughs> <laughs> we, we I'm happy. <laughs> Once you're happy, yeah, you, know exactly. you know, as as I said, like going back to the whole business side of things, I'm on the front end conversation of getting someone in, and I just literally say to them, just fucking train, will you? Just, just come in and train two or three times a week. Get your shit together. Get your head together. Stop eating five takeaways a week mm. and stop going on the piss every weekend. And they're like, yeah, no, I need to do it. I was like, no shit. That's why we're on the call. I say it really blunt yeah. to them as well. And they're like, I really appreciate the honesty. Do you know what I mean? And we, that, we have a very good way in, in, with our clients, Neve. Like, you'll see, like, if you see the social proof, a lot of it is like, I'm just so much happier now. Mm. I'm just feel so much more confident now. I, I, I can walk around with, in this top. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a, I'd rather that every day of the week then. That's what a, it's about. Then a before yeah. and after. Not going to be wrong. Again, we can go, in, go into it more, but your before and after some results will get your business. But when you get a client that's coming to you saying that they're so much happier, they're so much more confident, they wore this dress to this, that's that will like stick with them forever. Yeah. You know what I mean, as opposed to looking a certain way. I did the same when I started with um, PT last year. Um, I did the same. I went for fat loss, but I actually discovered I have binge eating disorder mm. i discovered like that i just I wasn't i was well. never happy in myself i never happy when i looked at myself in the mirror yeah, and yeah. that's what changed rather than yes i did have some fat loss but you for happier. me it was more important that i was happier and yeah. my mindset changed than actually my body body composition yeah 100 percent. i used to have binge eating disorder i had everything i i went through i still s- struggle with it like of course that to, to be honest mm. and listen i'm not a nutritional therapist but i do believe it will never go mm. yeah but it will get better. Yeah. Do you you know just I mean? learn to manage it. Yeah. Because yeah. again, it, it's about my fleet. It's about getting present. I read a book. I'll actually give you the book if you want. It's really, it's about, there's two, there's actually, bra- brain over binge, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. yeah, something like that. There's two brains you have. It's like, an, uh, one's like you jump, and like you have to go. And you can feel that in the moment. It's an yeah. urge. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's a big, great conversation to have because I used to have a bad, and I, I told, I, I'm going to say, I, I did a, I did, I binge so bad. Right? <laughs> I know this. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> Well, last year, year. <laughs> huh? Last a little bit where he just laughs at you all the time. Yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. But no, it, be, it was very bad. It was about four or five years ago, I think it was. But it was so bad, I didn't eat for like four or five days after. 
Jesus. Not a single calorie. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to challenge myself to, to fast for five days. Yeah. That's what you said oh, to me to just oh, it's, it's for mental toughness and all. It's because I felt so shit. Because you had I, binged. Yeah, because then I went to a yeah. nutritional therapist. I used to do the same, binge restrict, binge restrict. Yeah, I was just a vicious cycle. Sometimes I, sometimes I find myself falling back into it as mm. well. Yeah. If I have an, like a weekend where I've you know had a takeaway and gone out a night or maybe and had dinner and yeah. I'd be like, oh no, I have to be real strict now this week. No, yeah. can't have any, can't have a twirl with my tea. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. There's a, there's you know? a problem with restriction. That's where like, the photo shoot stuff starts coming into that. Like, you'll, you'll always see, like, again, any photo shoot that we do with any of our clients, none of them are shredded. Yeah. Yeah. None mm. of them are like that. You get one or two, let's say male or female, they'll look really, really in shape. And again, it's literally, when you really look at, when you look real granular, a lot of that's lightened. And yeah. it's like, they're just in great shape. And tan. They really are. Do you know what? <laughs> and tan. That actually would be a very good episode to do. Yeah. Because mm. I, I talk about it because I'm a lot better now. A lot better. Do I overeat sometimes? Fucking right I do. Yeah. But I haven't. Who doesn't I, though? Yeah, exactly. But I haven't had the the episodes I had four mm. or five years ago where they put a lot of people to shame. Like, yeah. to be honest mm. with you. But, I used to be the same. Yeah. It's, it's I used to sneak when I was a kid. It come, it's, it goes right back to childhood goes for back. me. Yeah, That's what I say next. I used to there sneak food to my room. Yeah. And I used to hide it under my mattress. Like Secretly. Secretly. Yeah. And you ever my mom used to find wrappers under my mattress, like, and she like, was going And you get there? defensive. Like, What's this? Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? Like, I'm only asking what it is. The bleeding twirl in my bar. pockets and all. Why are you going like, mad? Put it over your face now. <laughs> but did you ever? Um, I said this to my nutritional. I work with Brian O'Hangerson now, who's a nutritional therapist. Fucking whiz kid, like unbelievable. Mm. It's like media. Oh, he's just amazing. Yeah. But I work with him now and have worked for him over the years. And he told me it all comes from a place. So basically, mine was chocolate. Right, and he goes, why, why do you think it's chocolate? I go, I don't know. And he asked me some questions, and, he, and we got to the root of it. When I was younger, in the in the house, we never had it, and I put chocolate on a pedestal, and like I go to my friend's house, they'd have boxes of chocolate, and I'd be like, literally, like, <laughs> like a, a fucking bit of a meltdown because it's so much chocolate. So I looked at it as like a big massive treat, and then like what, my mom told me one day, we uh, she brought she's mental, she brought back home for the first time ever a, a box of cereal with Weetos, and I started like. Cry, yeah, like crying <laughs> with happiness, and she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And I was like, "Oh my god, because <laughs> it was chocolate in the gap." Oh, and Brian god. said, "Because oh, I'm telling you now, I said to Ashley all the time, if there's no such thing as chocolate, I'd never, ha- I would have binge. It was always just chocolate." And he said, "Because you never had it when you were younger, you look at it and you put it on the pedestal." Yeah. So when I started making, like, when I, like say, sixteen to seventeen, started working and making money, I just spent it all on chocolate. <laughs> Wasn't he a drink of chocolate? Where is he? He's down in the bushes eating loads of chocolate. <laughs> oh god! But no, that's Go a, knacker chocolate. Yeah, yeah, down there binging in the bushes. But oh, uh, no, you know, a, you know what I noticed as well though. Even with that, when you started, like let's say five, six years ago, when I kind of started working with Stephen as well, he'd be real like, you can't so have sugar, extreme. you can't have yeah. that. Remember? Do you remember? Uh, Je- if Jamie listens to this you'll know what I'm talking about remember the cones the little baby cones yeah and I put them in the freezer and you came up and you're like why is that in the gym mini and magnums I, was and I was like <laughs> that was it mini magnums they in the freezer there's mini magnums in the freezer and I went nuclear because there's ice creams in the freezer but the way I was the way I was taught this when yeah. I started in the industry was stay the fuck away from carbs don't eat chocolate yeah I mean elimination so I was literally taught that and I started saying to everyone and stop like, eating sugar so I was doing that as well so it's just it gets very very messy but mm. um, not a, the binge eating and eating disorders it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a huge topic it's a it's massive huge. topic yeah. and it's, it's good that you can actually open up and say that because mm. again but only in the past fuck, year like, I can because I never really 
knew that I had it. Yeah. Until eating, like. I was just eating. Yeah. 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 Until, you know, Laura was like to me, like, I think we have a bit of a I'll pattern an article. here. Yep. She was like, why are you restricting so much? Because mm. I got really serious about my training. Once I started training again, because I trained after I had Noah and I was real strict and definitely disordered eating. Yeah. And I still have it to a touch. Does like, it, you know, there's a difference with binge eating disorder and disordered eating. Yeah. Yeah. There's a massive difference. I definitely so still have a touch of disordered eating because uh, uh, absolutely. I, I'll absolutely. absolutely track everything in my fitness pal. Absolutely mm-hmm. everything. Like, yeah. Um, so there's definitely still a bit of it there. It's like, and it's I think like that will always be there. Yeah. yeah I, it's, it's like, I need to know. Exactly. Like there's I say to Maddie, I'm like, but you don't know how much carbs you had today. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. training. Mm. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Enjoying and I'm like, it. but how do you not oh, know? Sure, you I'm, could be going over your carbs. I'm still like that. It's weird. And again, the disordered eating is actually classed as remember Brian told me recently because I asked him was it binge eating disorder I had or is it disordered eating mm. and disordered eating is obsessed with calories overcompensating cardio if you did loads of calories you go yeah, burn yeah I used to be like that burn now, loads of cardio if you eat loads of calories you take them all out the next day uh, eliminating certain foods and then binge eating disorder mm. is eating until you You're may sick. be sick yeah. or you take laxatives that's yeah. binge eating disorder yeah. so there's very extreme ones um, but back in the day honestly four or five years ago when I started out uh, longer up until only two or three years ago it was 100% binge eating and again you know it's bad when you start getting defensive yeah. like my mom where's that pack of biscuits of like oh, I don't fucking know yeah. but <laughs> scoffed it an hour ago and, but you get angry because yeah. like yeah. they think you're attacking they think you're, you think you're they're yeah, attacking I you I used to be like but that as well. asking where's the biscuits that they bought do you know what yeah. I mean? just want to have the Oreo man. literally yeah. Yeah. what are you asking me for there's rappers in my pocket I used like. to be like that as well my mom be like there was six bars here yesterday where are they gone there's only three left and, you started getting and she'd be like I had one I was like I don't know <laughs> going what, mental what, it wasn't me what are you the sweets please get a life yeah I, I think as well coming out of like even extremes like let's say we, we dieted last year heavily enough when I look at that now I just look at it going that was wild but then I looked at it I was like I never went to a point where it was there's no like, you couldn't return from it if that makes sense yeah like I didn't like you still push yourself you like, still I, pushed, stupid I pushed myself to a weird place and when I say like we got really strange as in like as like we ran into each other and like we're business partners talk to each other every day and got weird and couldn't <laughs> so make conversation awkward. so strange but then, more like, me, which says a lot because you're more awkward than I am. <laughs> I know, honestly, yeah. But then, like, it, when I look back on it now, it's like, where does all those little things come from? Why did I even want to do that? And I was like, okay, Grant, I need to be in shape as a PT. And I was like, cool, what actually is in shape? And yeah. it's like, you society really, is in so, shape, or you know what I think is absolutely hilarious, right? When I really look at it, it's like there's this huge, and again, like, I'd probably slag Stephen a couple of years ago looking back on it. The PTs are like, well, you have to practice what you preach. You have to do this. It's like, what are you actually practicing? I was like, well, I like feeling strong. I don't like feeling fat. I don't like feeling unfit. And that's all I really want to do. And I don't want to have a binge eating disorder because I will unearth one if I go really extreme on Or disordered me. eating. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot more. And I'd say you used to talk about it in your own pocket. There's a lot more than that going on in the fitness industry than mm. you think. A lot like. And you can see it. Um, like Because we're like, again, like a bit educated on it. Like you can actually, you can see it. Yeah, you can feel. You can feel. My very it off first trainer post. made me count like my broccoli. Yeah, that's mental. That's how bad that that's was. Not like, normal. no, it was mad. Sadly. He was like, "Oh, it's carbs. You have to count it." I was like, "Oh." oh was like, to what? To what point does bo- broccoli put on body fat? Like, Jesus. Does anyone Christ. get fat eating broccoli? No. Piss off. Like, like I've re- I've recently started working with Larry again. Like, funny enough, still haven't. <laughs> I still haven't done my uh, my uh, consultation for him. But even I text him and I, when I was on a consultation, I was like, "Look, I'm gonna be really straight with you." You're not going to get a photo shoot at me. You're not going to do this. I'm not going to be literally counting calories every single day. of a child in the way in a couple of months. He, he literally is the same, in the same boat, just had a kid. And that's actually why I approached him. I was like, 
I'm coming from a really, really good place and I just literally need to be accountable. That's all I need. Like, mm. I just need to be told, get your shit together or don't do this. Not not chase a massive physique. No, because yeah. like yeah. in the grand scheme of things, especially as a coach and as a business owner, what does it actually matter? Yeah. Like, what does it really matter? Yeah. You put yourself into the ground. You're like, great, you get your top off, you get your arse out, whatever it may be. Who gives a shit? But at the same time, right, I'd always play devil's advocate here and say, if you're running a massive successful business with yeah. 250 people, you want to look half decent. Oh, yeah, you want 100%, to be, 100%. hold yourself at a high standard. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not talking abs, but there's, there's, it's not. It's like an unwritten rule. If, if you, you wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go to a coach personally who did fuck all, didn't really eat well, yeah. and was quite out of shape. I believe you have to have done something Say Martin did a photo shoot. He got himself in good nick. You have to have done something at some stage mm-hmm. to show you can do it. But I think it's just looking after yourself. Basically. Like we're, we talked about like your mind being in the best health possible. So why not your body exactly. being the exactly. best? Because we all know when you don't feel be. the best. Not physically, like mm-hmm. not as in have a ripped body, but like just Things have healthy. to work. Yeah. Like again, like you've probably talked about the female side of things. Things have to be sound. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you actually have to have a life. Mm. Like this might yeah. get a little bit kind of like deep as well. Like, Jane got pregnant after I finished fucking prep. Like that's mm-hmm. how things change. Like so your yeah. body changes. Like, yeah. like that's yeah. it's so important to just have your health back. Yeah, so so important. Oh yeah, that's remember. Sure, me and Jess, me and Connor spoke about it on on the on the, on the last podcast because yeah, it, 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 there's an obsession with image first, health last. Yeah, yeah, and it's miles apart. And when I started out in the industry, I was going image first, and I was taking every tablet you could possibly take to look have good. that image, mm-hmm. and then yeah. five years later. I'm on fucking medication for for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, like, what's the like? That's the trade off. It's like, yeah. oh, look at your man; he's in great shape. He's shredded. It's like, cool. but unhealthy. Yeah. Un- unhealthy is actually like not even. It's, it's an understatement. Even, it is like it's yeah. it's it, the thing is broken because is a word. We can see it like because we can see let's say the image, the the tone, how people speak on this like five five cardios this week, and I'm just looking at it going. Yeah, you're gonna be on a yeah. fucking weird path yeah. here. And you we see, see and you see credible coaches doing that with clients, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I fucking thought you knew better. Like, I wish we could name names and kind of go through that kind of stuff. Now, though, isn't it? Like, it's, that's the unfortunate the result. It's, it's, it's Instagram results. Yeah, mm. Instagram worthy. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to you yeah. as a client, so you might get my before and after, and I don't really give a fuck what you do after, even though I'll go on like I do. Mm. Yeah, and, if, if and boi- six months later they'll be in our gym, yeah. and we'll be fucking repairing them because it's it happened. Boils back and it's still happening. Like we it, have two people yeah. at the moment who are pretty messed up from from other people. Yeah, um, and that's what remember Connor said that he needs to be was regulated. It need, just needs to have like a standard again. I think I think especially with someone like ourselves and let's say Connor and like really credible coaches just literally going, stop putting this shit on a pedestal. Photo shoots. Oh, you're shredded. It's great. Look at you. Fantastic. What about those hundred healthy clients you have behind you rather than the two that you have on a photo shoot? The photo shoots don't really matter. None of that crack really matters. Mm-hmm. You Look, we've, we've 250 clients and like I literally would, I would love to just turn around and go, I never want to get a before and after transformation again and I literally get those 260, 250 clients in the best health and shape possible. I I will sit back and go, fucking job done. And that's yeah. that's what I think the, the industry needs to turn into eventually. Just Life, lifestyle, lifestyle, clients, health. Stronger. Yeah. yeah. And regulation as well, I think would be so important because like psychologists who train the mind have you know people who sit in on their sessions yeah yeah why don't they have that for the pt industry yeah, it's, yeah. Abs- sure, it's actually you want to see some of the courses like that you can get qualified in mm. and i think i'm sorry this, you wouldn't have heard obviously because me and jess did the, the very first podcast we did that like you have these coaches that are doing all these extremes and getting really good results but there's a reason they're getting really good results because they're doing absolute mad shit mm-hmm. they put out on instagram five people inquire they do it to another five people ten people and yeah. all these people are fucked up after yeah. mm. body image 
binge eating disorder, eating disorder, and you don't hear from him again because it was a before and after. Oh, I want that. Yeah. It's the standard. Fuck yeah. off. It's yeah. not. It's, it's, it's you not know. normal to, to, to be that lean and walk around that lean because, yeah. again, I've done it and everything else is a shit show. You, you, should, you should have. The thing is, like, if you really do get someone in, like, in, and where we're talking about that healthy place, like, and someone that's training, someone that's looking after themselves, you should have a before and after out of that. And the before could literally be, I was fucked up a year ago. I was only a couple of kilo heavier, but now I feel fucking amazing. Yeah. And I'm down a couple of pounds. Like we said, the happiness. That's exactly. it. I, I think and I, you'll yeah, get a client yeah. with you staying with us where we will a lot longer that is happy and confident as opposed mm. to getting a before and after because going to before and after and after nine times out of ten they'll go through mad shit with it yeah. have mad body image mm. as opposed to just get them stronger and happier and, and keep then them like on your that. weight is going to go up and down after they get that after photo they might go up a couple of kilos again yeah, and, and down again and up shit. again you know yeah, yeah yeah it's up to the coach to, to, to say rein it in yeah, yeah. Mm. like yeah. I, we said to every single client we're doing the photo shoot you will not look like this after. This is a, this is one day. This is a few shots, angles, filters. Tomorrow you're gonna put a bit more water weight on. Yeah. But thankfully we we are I do believe we're okay coaches that it worked. There's yeah. been no shit shows. There's been no bad rebounds. Lost the cycles and things like that. And when I look at that, like even the, like I only work with a handful of clients, and I look at them going, I'm gonna look after every single last fucking one of these. And it's like when I look at them, I just look at going, how can I make sure you're gonna leave this healthy? I do not give a shit. It's like we're busy enough with clients, and we know exactly what we're doing. We're not. It's not like we have a fear of losing our gym again because we don't get enough results. It's like, I'd handfully say, or sorry, I'd happily say we have a handful of clients that can be before and afters. But then we have that other, like, it's like an iceberg and it's like, look underneath, look at the amazing work that these clients are doing. They're getting strong. They're people that literally had the fear of a gym. Like when, as when, when you look at that, that is the transformation. Yeah. Like that is the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, afraid to go in the door. Like you know, people have, people have left it. in the car park. Like, I'm outside, you go out, and then oh, over the years happened to me, I, I'm outside, they go out, they'd be gone. They'd be like, I can't come in. And then they're like, what the fuck was I so worried about? Yeah. No way, that's yeah. mad. I try as well, like, I try really downplay someone kind of coming into the gym. It's like, listen, the first thing you need to do is walk in that door. And we'll chat about your diet, we'll chat about your training, we'll chat about every single last thing after. Just get in the door. And it's like, you're not locked into any, some, you're not locked into like a 12-month contract with a certainty that crack. If you want to leave after seven days because you don't like it, that's absolutely fine. I couldn't give a shit. It's absolutely fine. We, we'll look after everyone anyway. Mm. But if you want to walk in, change your life, be part of what we have here, door is fucking open. And it, it will never close, especially if we have this mentality because it's not about before and after. It's about what we're supposed to do. We're, sp we're supposed to transform people's lives. And I really do think that a lot of coaches don't see that. They don't. They just see the fucking 10K months, the, the, the 5 million before and afters, the peak state physics. Fuck off. Like, all that stuff doesn't matter. Just get it's your... It's not real. It's not. It's an, it <laughs> literally is. Like, Instagram especially is an illusion. Like, I'll put it this way. We are the busiest and we have the best business we have ever had. And you'll probably see it before and after every now and again. Every yeah. like, and that's absolutely fine. There's nothing really wrong with that. But when you look internally, look at all of our clients. I remember some fella, I'm not going to name who he is, turned around and said, we get mediocre results. But then I look at it going, no, we don't. We look at all of our clients as who they are. We get them the best results they ever have gotten. We keep them, them in a gym for over two years when the first day they walked in and they literally were in the car park sh quivering, shaking, about to walk into a fucking, a fucking a shed. Okay, <laughs> our gym is not a shed, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that's all it is. Like, a bit, like that's the transformation. That's what it is really, really all about. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is that the PT industry gets people qualified in six weeks. They do it all online. They've never looked at a client before in their life. And the really, really unfortunate thing is that is the standard, you know? Mm. And it's I, not going to change either. No. The yeah. only thing, the only it's thing I really... It's kind of scary that it's not going to change. But like who can that. do anything about it? Like, who says what goes? Yeah. No one. 
Unless there's a regulatory body. It, 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 won't, it won't actually come in unless it's like, it, see, the thing is, it's really easy to get insurance and stuff like that as well. Like, again, we have, we have a PT Academy again. Like, that's done over six months. And we it's mad be, that it's so easy to get insurance when you're dealing with people. It's, you're dealing with people's fucking people. But, yeah, like, their health, pe- like, you know. physically, yeah, of course. Mm. But mm. the damage I was given, the damage I was... You've heard some mad shit. But again, even like, me, what, what I went mm. through, like, with, with, with what I was taught and the, the approaches I took, because that gave me years... Of mess, like I told you, binge mm. eating disorder, that, that yeah. like body image, that gave me like, and all it is to a coach is saying, oh, do this, it's normal. The client doing it, and then they're fucked mm. for years on end and repaired. So, um, but it's sad that like some people say the industry's getting better started. I do, I think it's getting worse. I think it's getting worse because it's getting bigger, and I think that's where like again like yeah, it does seem like everyone's PT now. Yeah, but yeah. It, the same thing happened when we got qualified back like back in twenty whatever it was like you know it, the same thing was the same then, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you see, match it. Like the thing is with with the fitness industry is they're not taught, and again like just like I wasn't taught. That's the funny thing is, but you can't fucking learn it then. Mm-hmm. Like I, my class were shit. No, they were shit. They really really were. Like, looking back on all that then, like it really really was just bog standard. They didn't really know what I was doing. But now looking at it, it's like, well, why isn't there this delayed process of getting better as a PT? Like, that's why we have the mentorship. Yeah. Literally, it's exactly why we have it. Um, and again, like, we only look after a handful of people in there. We don't want thousands of people in there. We want the people that n- will do good. Don't you know what I mean? over quantity. Always. You know, like, again, like, and our business has built in a way that we've gotten the best results possible for our clients. And we continue to do that. And that's all you really need to do you have to have terms and conditions for your clients and things like that and don't get me wrong you do have to run it like a business but mm-hmm. the root the root of it all is you get fucking results that's it and the results do not have to be your woman with her arse out or your man with the abs out it can literally be your man with the XXXL t-shirt he's now a medium it's like that is yeah. phenomenal yeah. like you have literally saved that man's life without even being like fluffy about it you really really have like um, a good pal of ours Andy he looks after just dads like that's what he does and like he's probably he might not even see it now but when you look back on it he is probably literally giving those men more years with their kids like that's yeah and that's, that's the reason that i really got into is. training as well yeah because i was like i want to is, um, run around with my child yep. i want to be an inspiration for my kids a massive one i would have got off especially uh older men and women is i'm absolutely mortified playing my kid mm. i'm out of breath after mm. five minutes yeah. huge one and that that like that is what we value Mm-hmm. Yeah. as a transformation and listen you, you'll see all your before and afters and great they've gotten that good nick but i'm very much past the stage of being obsessed with before and afters because i can see sometimes the damage that comes after them but with the client you can tell that we're doing okay because the client retention is good meaning they're happy meaning yeah. their confidence yeah. and uh we just have to crack on and get more clients and gyms <laughs> before we go tell me how you got out of that like covid situation back up again from giving the gym equipment away to getting it back to we did that three just to reiterate that we did that three times it wasn't just like the the first lockdown we actually like i don't know if we said it we actually didn't go against the quote-unquote rules at all not one point did we break it um Mm. we were outside pretend to be happy and all that kind of stuff and (laughs) that was that was the joker laughing (laughs) i swear the more i look at it uh, the more how like it the madness it was like but um, I think realistically because we did out of everyone around us just put our foot in the ground going I am not fucking breaking the rule here I am fo- following what I've been told I'm going to put my foot in the ground I'm not going to be that lunatic at the protest if you were at the protest fair play don't care um, if fair play does yeah <laughs> but that, that, that was the whole thing you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. that was the thing like we just had to stand our ground and it's like I'm just not breaking we had loads of guards loads of nurses 
uh, loads of Aer Lingus crew has them losing their job and I'm just standing there going oh fuck <laughs> uh, I've got bills to pay uh, we just you know what it was I think we just really did do everything we possibly could as weird as it was it goes back to the whole cleaning the toilet analogy just do whatever the fuck you have to to mm. make it work it really was to, that to elaborate on that Neve, and I think what you mean is another reason why we, we, we were okay people saw around Malahide Soros done a bait wherever they were that over the two years or so that we stuck to it and we were getting message after message saying fucking fair play to you two lads you gave out your equipment you did your zooms and then gradually when we opened back up the place just blew up yeah because we actually got a good name over COVID by just sticking to the rules and, and helping people um, yeah. so that that's why I think we came back in a strong position because we opened the door and he was like there's 50 sign-ups in one week I actually think there was the first week I think we had 50 sign-ups yeah. when, you, when you say 50 sign-ups it's not like a gym open like that's kind of normal with a gym like right. we're a private studio and like we vet every single last person walking in like I'm on the phone to every one of them it's like oh, I need to go to bed here yeah. um, but the thing is with that like that was what it was it was just building credibility word, like, of, word of mouth got yeah, around because yeah. like I said a lot of people sank or swam and unfortunately if you're in a gym and you see someone going into a protest or you see them staying open nine times nine people out of ten will get a bit like what are they doing that for yeah do you know mm-hmm. what i mean and listen that each to their own but we just did it a uh, bit the funny thing the funny thing was we probably thing. actually if you really said like if that if one or two of those people in front of us were the people that were let's say like fuck COVID, it's this and that we probably agree with them that's yeah. the thing we actually are like this is mental this is yeah. absolutely batshit crazy we literally are shutting our very safe gym down we put hundreds of thousands of into uh, money into it and we're shutting it down because we're told. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And we probably agree with the fact that it is fucking bizarre. What the whole thing was is that all we wanted to do was make sure that we had a gym to come back to. That was all it was. There was, there was no other agenda behind that. We just, mm. we couldn't be, like, we couldn't be leaders by doing what the other PTs were doing and training people on the sly, like down, like training people down the valley and all. It's like whatever they were doing, like it, it, people, <laughs> yes. people did have to make do. And like, and we got to the point, and I'll say it here, we fucking sold our equipment. We mm. sold it. We rented a lot of it out. We start selling our skiers. And I was fuck. It was dark. Yeah, people dropping up fucking wads of cash for yeah. our skiers because we were like, we're not gonna be open back up. So we sold loads of it in the end. Yeah. But, uh, yeah so no. you, when you open back up again, then you had to buy all new equipment. Yep. yep. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And like that, and I think I think because we really did just stand our ground, that's why we could do that. Yeah, we could let's say, oh yeah, AIB, any chance of a couple of grand there? Mm. We need our equipment. It was very important that we we're on the same page. Yeah. because imagine I was like, this lot of bollocks. Yeah, we should be doing this. I'm he was opening. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. There but were there was points where we we're like, I don't know what to do here. Like, and that was yeah. the thing. That's why and a mentor I mentor and a coach. When Martin was like. I don't know, man. And he'd never say that. I'd be like, what do you mean you don't know? Usually you're very <laughs> What's certain. What's going on here? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The minute he starts panicking, yeah. I'm like, this is it, it's over. Like, <laughs> it's, I don't, like, I think I don't normally panic in those situations, but when it's like, it's out of just, our control. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing, it was so It was, was just two more weeks and it's like, just two more weeks Every and it week, keeps going yeah. on. Every, as I said, like collectively, I done it up, it was 16, 16 months we had our, our doors physically shut as in we just weren't allowed we did not open one day out of the whole 16 months there there we just they said months or weeks there months months, 16 months we just didn't open up we were like we were either outside or we online we just couldn't operate to it was just so annoying that they kept saying oh you can go outdoors Mm -hmm. then lock us back up yeah it was just like and then we were so excited at the start but then it got to a stage where like no let's not open back up outside because they're just gonna Mm -hmm. fucking close it again Mm -hmm. in, in another few months like we had um we had a, a big influx of clients coming in then, like literally when we opened back up. But I think as well, like looking back on, let's say even just the past, I think maybe the past 
four, five, six months, I think the past six months especially, has, has gotten our business from where we opened back up to, and then with Laura and with the coaches and everything coming on board the way they are now, it turned it into a company. It really, really turned it into like this place that literally does exactly as we talk about, gets the best transformation around, so on and so forth. But well, like we went from 37 clients in COVID to 150 clients about maybe six odd months ago. And then the reshuffle over the past, let's say six months with using paid ads and things like that, we went to 260 clients. Mm. And, a new, and, now and a new studio. And another yeah, studio. Yeah, I was but just going to mention that. Yeah, actually, have a new it's studio gone well. from the absolute, when I say as in like, our business is fucked. It's over. It's over. You just invested a, a good few grand. Literally, a mortgage is worth into yeah. a, a 30, studio. 35k. He's invested Jeez. how many years of his life into I everything? Put 50 grand into it over the yep. years. Um, and, and just to be taken away from you like that, like, yeah. it's hard not to keep your shit together. Or, oh, sorry, yeah. it is hard to keep your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the, the, the kind of thing that made us stand out. It's like, we really are so invested in making sure this place is safe. It's this, it's that. I think it did. It's it stood a big testament to where we're and at I now. I do believe now, Neve. Whatever happens now, fucking bring it on. Because mm. what can possibly get worse than that? Yeah, do you get you've me? been yeah. through the shit. Literally, the what shit, can like... you throw at me now that we have to? We close our gym. We've run it. Yeah, it's what a nice now? way of looking at it. It's made you more resilient. Hundred percent. And it could, that again, it could have been very different if I didn't go to see someone and. Oh, I didn't if have a best other a circumstances like, and fucking all those bits. Yeah, yeah, it would have been probably easier to just be like, fuck this. Oh, 100%. That's oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Easy way out. Yeah. Half everything, sell it, go online. Or, I think we've had, we, I think we had, we had those change career and do That's something it. Like, go back to it. Like my mom was saying, go back, back to, to like, it. Ask me. I think, honestly, though, like the fact that we have we have that work ethic, we have that team, we have that reputation. The only reason we just had to stand around, like, we had staff. We had sorry, the, yeah, sorry, we, staff. Yeah, we had staff. We mm. we can't let them. We down. had two girls leave a fucking serious job to come to us, mm-hmm. and then we close. Like, we're standing there going, yeah. <laughs> stand up and be a leader. Like, and I think that I think that is what a lot of PTs are lacking is like they don't they don't have the experience of being a leader, or they haven't been through that shit to kind of go or around people. Yeah, which even learning from it. Like, that's yeah. why we have the mentorship and stuff like that there. And I can guarantee, like, the guys that are in that, again, like, it's a handful. It's maybe about 15 guys that are in there. They're either studio owners or, again, people that work in, again, gyms and run the model that we do. Like, we just teach what we do. And it's all it is. And it's is the mentorship is. something that's not, they come and they work for you? They come and work with us. Right. So basically, so they could be a, a, gym, a gym or a studio owner or someone who's working in a gym. Or, again, it just depends. Not specifically online coaches. Like, we do help them, but the thing is with that there's only a handful of people that I will selectively let myself work with or let Stephen work with like again like where it's not something we want to blow up and make huge but mm. it's just something that it definitely will help a selective amount of people but we have to click straight away like what Martin went with Phil for five years Phil yeah. Grant Martin is now doing that for 30 people business mentor that's amazing yeah, yeah. so now like I know for and a it's, fact it's strictly to to fitness industry yeah 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 yeah. Per, per, something per, per, per. serious you have yeah. there oh no we could have, if we wanted to we could make that team oh, yeah. as big as we academy, wanted like, the, yeah. yeah exactly but the gym is the is, is the baby yeah the, 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 the clients coming in so Martin has whatever 15-20 people in that mentorship now and he knows full well I know full well they're in safe hands because he has been through it all mm-hmm. so whenever they have a problem Martin's like yeah let's do this it's like literally just do that it's like a snap of the Handy. fingers like just do that mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I need contracts for my clients here you go or my coaches. I was like, uh, I need a booking system. Here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to know how to do sales. Here you go. It's like making resources and resources yeah. and resources. Yeah, yeah. I think the hardest thing with that is um, one, parting with the money that it is. Again, I'm saying that it's only fucking 250 quid a month. Like when, as a PT, you know that's not expensive. When I look at that, I just go, I can give you everything you need and 250 quid a month is really not a lot. I'm sorry, yeah. 300 no. quid a month, sorry. Um, the, the hardest thing that a lot of coaches do 
battle with, especially at the start, is parting with money. It's like, well, I earned this. And it's like, you have a long way to go, pal. You have yeah. a lot of courses and a lot of mentoring yeah. to, be done, to be doing to actually learn what you actually need to do here. When I say I think it is about the guts of a hundred grand, probably more, probably north of that, that's how much I've invested and we've invested in mentors over the years. Mm. It's so important though because you it's make that so back tempo. Like, add therapy and stuff like that on it. You make coaches. that back in a few months. Like, yeah. if, if, really, if you really put your head into it, like that is... Sure, Martin told me the price of where we were going for the, for the mentorship and I was like, not a fucking chance. He's like, listen, you're not the one that's been dealing with this all. Yeah. We're doing it. I was like, right. And then next thing, <laughs> literally make it back by 10 in the yeah. first yeah. month because you're around these animals who know mm. what they're doing. But then it's like, okay, how do you protect that again? It's like, well, you need staff. And then it starts to yeah. develop the team. And that's where, that's the stage we're at now. It's like, it's not about me. It's yeah, not about team. team now. It's, it's team. It's business. Like again, like, we, like Laura, one of, again, the biggest parts of our business, then all the other coaches as well. Like they all have their roles in there. But our number one thing, even with COVID, was to protect them as well. It's not just the me show. Or and the that's Steve amazing show. because there's not even like a lot of big businesses who did that for their staff. And who are doing things like giving them leave when they need paid leave mm-hmm. when they need to take time off yeah, it's a good to become one. a better person. A better person. Yeah. Because Laura, Laura told us she's on the ball, obviously, and she told us that it's, it's something like a mental health week, but mental health week, it's yeah. not even an option. If I feel like you're, your head's up your arse with your girlfriend or you're on the session the weekend or just feel like your classes are shit, take a week off, yeah. get yourself together, you're paid and, and come, come back. back. There's no personal, there's no personal side to that Brilliant. as well. It's just not personal, exactly. Yeah. It's just... Happy coaches, happy clients. Yeah, exactly. and they'll know, and the clients know. Sorry, the staff know. Happy business. Full well, yeah. The clients know. Staff know full well that it's for their own good. Mm. We're not being dickheads if we're saying take a week off. Sure, mm. it's fucking paid. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Hard, like the hard part of business is making sure that, like, again, your team. Like the hardest part you'll always hear is with business with a company. It's it's staff. It's always staff. But again, like we have to just lead them correctly. That's all it is. That's all mm. it actually yeah. is. Like you said, happy happy staff. Yeah, every like clients problems all day long yeah. when it's a staff problem it can get not messy but it can get stressful mm. and it's going to happen but yeah. once your staff are happy like we like we do we, we start the weekly check-ins with staff mm. not even clients i'd send a staff member a sheet fill that in for me is mm. everyone okay they yeah. are your business though 100 mm-hmm. they're gone we're gone like mm. without yeah. them the, the ship sinks like yeah yeah but the, the hardest part with with actually just running a team is just actually being a leader and you know what the thing is i absolutely hate being a leader level of all the crack <laughs> i don't like that but it's like new levels new devils what feels yeah. that was the biggest saying as like that just stuck me it's like you go up to let's say oh you want to have a six-figure business you want to have a seven-figure business you're not going to be listening to someone at five in the morning uh doing pt sessions if you yeah. want a six seven-figure business you need to make it run like a company you just mm-hmm. have to and it's like it's not because you don't want to work it's that you want to work smarter so other people can get involved in it so it's not it's not the me show it's not steven show it's it's just basically how do I make our company run better for our team that's there so we can serve and help more people? How can we do that? It doesn't start with Stephen going on the session and blitzing his, his wages away and coming back absolutely bits and not doing any work. It doesn't start with that. Mm-hmm. It starts with him getting his head right, knowing he has to be a leader, knowing that he has to have a check-in with the staff on the Monday to make sure they're okay, knowing that I'm having a chat with him. And sometimes it gets a little bit heated and it's like, this is the crack. Yeah. This is what we're doing. We, uh, once a month, I'd say we'd have not a row, but it would get like, why the fuck is this like this? And he'd be like, because you didn't do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. And it's just so, yeah. and after we're like, it's so productive. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're two different people. So, exactly. you know. If yeah. it was two heads like bashing together, yeah. the same thing, it wouldn't work. And that, like, that was, it's, actually, it's, it's always a problem that we, like I could come to the problem that I wanted to make bet, to be better, as could he. So whatever the conversation is going to end with a solution to a problem. Mm. And they're, they're 
fucking deadly conversations although they're really heated and there's mm. six minute audios and all yeah uh, but like at least you can you can get into that heat without yeah. actually falling out oh never we never know? fall out like what could you fall I think, out you know what I think it is as well though is we slag each other 92% of the time yeah. like it, it's just like look at the head new year ago <laughs> oh yeah now, <laughs> you send me a picture of the and I go any sleep pal it's always like slits he's like sound pal feel real good now <laughs> oh god I, I do I do believe that that's the, like, that in any like relationship even your video sorry Martin even your video yesterday taking the, the piss it's straight on Instagram <laughs> and, and he cut out and all yeah. <laughs> that like uh, I guarantee someone will put that into a WhatsApp group and go look at this prick yeah, I, look fuck, just, I look guarantee these lads having fun oh because they're not driving their Teslas <laughs> yeah. look, at, look, at, look at this idiot yeah. oh look he has to downgrade to Apollo yeah. it's like listen yeah. mate I, my first ever car was a fucking Fiesta I bought it for 100 yeah. quid on my cousin but you have, you have to, I think that's another reason <laughs> that we we do okay because we we show we don't have it all together we're, yeah we're, fucking two idiots as we said it's very sad we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get it done if we have to do yeah. you know what I mean yeah. but we don't take ourselves very seriously when push comes to shove we will obviously do what we have to do but it'll always be this way like it's a pure laugh like mm. but we're just pretty good at doing the whole business thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now. I think we figure we just figure things out along the way and that's what that's what's different that's the only thing that is different to, to us than anyone else you know like COVID was hard having clients is hard having teams hard Life is fucking hard. Choose your heart kind choose, of thing. Choose, oh, that sounds so cringy. It's so <laughs> good though. Yeah. It is. Choose the choose shit it. you want to deal with. Well, yeah. yeah. Everything's we'll difficult. It, yeah. Just fucking yeah. get on with it. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I used to be the same. Like self-sabotage. Mm. Poor me. That No one yeah. gives a shit if you're giving out. What are you gaining from moaning about yeah. it? Like, do you know what I mean? That's you have to ask yourself. And yeah, and in a difficult time, you could sit there and wallow in it or be like, what could I actually learn from this? Yeah, what did 100%. I learn from this? And how and can I grow? It sounds so bad, me, but COVID was probably the best thing that happened to the business. Yep. Yeah. The it was the best thing that happened to me because I never would have gone and worked for myself. Yeah. Ever. Everyone said, right. Someone was like, right, that's it. Your job's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do I do now? What do I do? Do I go get another job or is now my actual opportunity to go yeah. out and be the business owner yeah. I've always wanted to be? That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll t- finish up now. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours, is it? Two hours, yeah. That's okay. Uh, but that's it, all it's your fault. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with COVID though as well, like, we really did look back on it going, geez, it really was the make or break. It really was. It made, it made, it made our hobby basically, which what it was. It made the circus that we were running into a business. Yeah. Then when we got the team involved, it turned it into a company. The next level is it's going to turn it into, let's say something that's going to be multiple parts mm. that I'm stepped away from. Steve stepped away from, not because I want to sit back and live in fucking Ibiza. It's but because that is the goal though, as a business owner as it, well. It, you it want is. to run itself. Uh, like no matter what you hear, the whole goal is to eventually step away. Of course. And step you away, built this away, yeah. empire and you're going to go off and make money. But you bloody t- worked hard to build that empire. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That's what people are like, oh, they do fuck all. Look at the work till you're yeah, fucking yeah. 50 and no. be, like, you'll see me doing check-ins at 50 <laughs> on do, laptop. Do, actually, yeah. You'll be doing sales at 60. Oh, like. yeah. <laughs> no, like we, we, you, you build systems. The goal will be, we will get two or three other gyms. Mm. We'll mm-hmm. have much more staff and me and him will just slightly run it yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Step back yeah. because I don't want to do this. Still forever. be leaders. Yeah. The, the thing is, you ha- you're leading. It's not like, oh, look at me. As I said, it's not to sit back and no, be there and live no. in Bali or whatever. None of that is like, I don't, have, I don't have a goal like that at all. Like, the only thing I'm looking at, and like, we've had multiple conversations about this because Jane's obviously pregnant. So I'm looking at it going, okay, how do I actually work smarter, not work harder when the child's there? Paternity leave? Yeah, yeah I probably got a week. Great. Get bored. You know what I mean? I'll get bored. That's the thing. Like, I'll be, <laughs> I was sitting there and just going, Okay, what do I need? Like, Jane will give you plenty to do, Martin. Don't and be worrying. I, I, I do understand <laughs> this. <laughs> I do understand there's so much to it, especially being a parent and stuff like that. It's a new kind of chapter and that kind of stuff. Mm. But 
there's one thing I always look at, and I said it to Stephen so many times. He's as selfish as I am. Like, we're doing this for ourselves, but we're doing it so the other coaches that are in there as well can look after themselves within the business. They can grow with us, without a question. They can earn thousands of euro a month, and that's great. That's fantastic. But we're building it so they can do that. So multiple people we reached, multiple people will be helped, and it's just growing. That's all it is. And it's just, I think as we put these little key play, people into the business, it just grows. Like, it's just like, Throw a couple of grand at that and see what happens to it. Throw a business on. <laughs> throw, yeah. throw a business uh, part and operation to that. The big one now is like sales, marketing. Uh, then it's like, okay, client fulfillment. It's like, how do we improve that? How do we make sure a client gets looked after more? And it's like, it's not because I want to sit in the beach and like and chill out. It's because that means that coach can literally become a leader. They can become better themselves. Then the clients, like we've had loads of clients come in and become coaches. Loads. All of our team is built sure, on the that. staff have done the our yeah. academy. So like it's a fucking tight, tight circle. Like yeah. you won't you won't see me getting a CV from Jimmy down the road. Not a chance. A, they work to, like you do. Yeah, literally, yeah. They, they, they've they've been a, a client of mine or Martin's. Mm. They've done the academy through our work, through our qualifications. So we don't we know they're not this other idiot doing mad shit with other yeah. people. Um, but to put it this way, like the it shows that it's a staff thing now and a team thing now because me and Martin would probably be down the pecking order in terms of preference on a class. Yeah. So there's nine staff. I'm guaranteeing me and him are the last. Like the, people the other see. day, like Jordan, one of our new coaches again. Yeah. Like his, <laughs> there's two sessions that run back to back. Stephen zero. Steven, Jordan zero. seven. It's like and the old me would have got like, what? That's bullshit. I'm yeah. here, but yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with me? This is exactly what I wanted. There's a yeah. clone of me there. Yeah. That's doing it just as bit better than I am. Yeah. And I can just chill out with it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, and Working they and, yeah. and they work to their be- their best ability because they fucking love it. Like they yeah. absolutely. Like, and it's so important, Mark. I know for a yeah. fact they said it to me. They'd be like. They're like, oh, they know, they all know. They wouldn't be lost without it, but they wouldn't go anywhere else. Mm. They know how tough it would be in a, in a say, a commercial gym or a fly for or something like that. They'd be like, the thoughts of that, no chance. Yeah. And that's what they, we value them, but they value the gym and the business and mm. us as much as we. And we wouldn't be that close of a team. Like, we have a staff meeting every two weeks. Again, like, there's, there's so many little things we're just introducing. It's not, it's not to make us bigger. It's to make the whole thing run better. Tight. Like again, like it's great. We know how to, like we know the formula to get results pretty quick. You know what I mean? We know we know how to do that. We know the formula to get loads of clients in. It's pretty easy to do that. But making sure some like a coach who's dealing with fifty odd clients to make sure that their mental health is correct, that's fucking hard. That's really, really hard. Like there's tears, there's arguments, there's bickers, there's conversations that are really fucking tough to have, but that's actually what being a leader is. Like yeah. it's not it's not sitting back and as I said, living on a beach in Bali. Accepting it all, like yeah. Or yeah. sitting back and going, oh, well, because I pay you, you should do it. It's like, well, no, not really. It's like, I have to make sure you're looked after here. Yeah. Regardless of any wage, regardless of anything that you're doing. They, they have spend to. probably most of their life there. Yep. 100%. And we, like, it's their life's work as much as our, it's our life's. It's just that we're, I suppose, not even on the top, but we're just, we're just over here doing this bits and bobs. You built we're it. We're you built, built it. And we orchestrated, yeah. like, to yeah. a certain extent. The, we're kind of like the puppeteers, if that makes sense. That, that's actually all it really is. Mm. I was like, well, I have two boys in the Tesla. It's like, yeah, mate, you didn't realize that we shut down two years ago. I was cleaning toilets four years ago and it was never like that. Yeah. And still to this day, you still have the same feelings and worries. It's still our baby at the end of the day, you know, mm. the whole business. Uh, yeah, we, we, like no matter how busy we get or how much money we make, we will never get complacent, no. ever. You can give I think a, as a business owner, you, you have that though, Yeah. you know. But even if like you went to a million euro a month next week, next mm. month, uh, nothing would change. Actually, like I said, new levels, new devils, you get more pressure. Yeah. Do you mm. know what I mean? So, now the pressure is to make sure it's still running so we have a team to look after. Yeah. yeah. You know? 
or let's say like let's say a team member leaves it's like oh Jesus Christ here we go here's, an, here's something to actually resign. massive a big hole if, if one mm. leaves like fuck yeah. and that's like what did we do wrong what's yeah, the back there 100% what is like learning? I've lost a couple along the way that I didn't want to lose I'm like shit mm. and I obviously learned from their feedback like the old me again one got offended mm. but they're like I didn't like the way you're doing this I don't like the way it's run like this yeah I'm like right take it on board and let's get learn it, and grow get the next one exactly yeah. or things like he said things that I said and I just look back and I go should have been a bit bit of a better leader there shouldn't have said yeah, that yeah we kind of did that. some things that were like just for the ego and trying to be funny which is dumb like and yeah. the, the more you grow as a business owner you really realise like take that emotion out of there and stop being a dickhead yeah. mm. and it's like as as small as a lesson as it might seem it's the big overall picture of that lesson that's the whole thing so that's why now look, look looking back on all staff members things like that now we look at it going this is why our team is so tight now because we don't do that we don't do that and we do this and we do that that's all it really is like even bonuses at christmas and things like that staff nights out mental health weeks things like that these little small pivotal things change the business completely mm. so yeah. I'd, I'd invest more in that than anything else right now because again like all we really have to do is just make sure this thing runs and it does like i can actually have a child and sit back for two weeks and three weeks and take a bit yeah. of time off again like Stephen can literally go i'm not right this week i need to just take a week off i've done it. i've done it a few weeks ago yeah. i just woke up on a monday and i felt real anxious and i felt real shit and i just knew everything wasn't good that week i texted him going don't contact me till thursday i'm out of action he goes no bother no bother now, real. I, now i know that's absolutely not a worry in the world yeah. which is beautiful and amazing now, yeah that's what I think where a lot of that that we came into that you just give a staff member a week off and it's like yeah, just relax man and you come back a different person yeah, yeah. so important the business grows the business grows I would love to sat, sit here and chat for another two hours but we better let that's the listeners mad. go two hours <laughs> would, would, you, would you do one two hour episode or is it two one hours you'll do part one part two no I'll probably do the two hours yeah, I'm see what, we'll see what happens walk, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh bollocks I said that my man not listen to that listen um, drop your handles let me know where people can reach out to you if they want to reach out to you go ahead Marty you can do it for both of us if you want ah uh, cheers uh, <laughs> Martin underscore long underscore SD, or I think it's a dot in there I actually don't know <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes Mine okay is, uh, at Stephen Tierney underscore STPT or else if you want to follow the gym page and see all our results it is STPT semi-private studios yeah go there actually don't mind me um, don't mind him go go straight to the gym page That's all yeah straight to the gym page you don't need to come to me either Just go to the gym page <laughs> I'll talk to you at some stage thanks today. so much lads it's been a pleasure thanks Thank so, much, so much for having us thanks for listening to episode 15 I hope you stayed with us for that little bit longer, but very interesting episode with the guys. If you did, don't forget to share it on social media, tagging at workflow underscore dying for life podcast. And for some extra love, don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to reach out to me or to find out more about STPT and chat to the lads, I've left their details in the show notes below. And lastly, if you have a business idea, are building a business or are a female entrepreneur looking for a community or mentorship, join me over at Workflow. Visit workflowentrepreneurs.com for more details.